Blog Talk Radio. Getting high, getting high, getting high 
Nyat Hotep, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form, A Way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we're looking at the four horsemen and egg jackass. And how are you doing this evening, Dr. Robert X? Hotep, Sister Bear, Hotep family. Uh, I'm doing as well as can be expected, okay. Bear. How about you? Okay. Good, good. I'm still breathing. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, what I did see, I, I still haven't been able to uh, look at everything, but I did here in Michigan, uh, it was a bunch of Jews. Didn't they have a, a rally for Israel in Washington? Yes. And so they were uh, going to the rally Bus, uh, so they caught the train, not the train, the plane to Virginia. And when they got there, the bus drivers wouldn't show up to work. To, so they went on a little mini strike. And so they couldn't go to the, um, to Washington. To the rally. Hmm? I, I, I didn't to hear the you. Rally. To the rally. Can you hear right, me? yes. Yeah, now I can. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't go. So it was a a group of bus drivers decided to uh, make a stand, and they made one. And what was that stand, Bill? That they weren't taking them to the to the rally. Oh, they okay. Didn't support Israel. Okay. And so they had to turn back around and come back home. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So something else that happened in Michigan as well. What was that? They, they're trying to keep Orange Man off the ballot. Are you serious? What? Yeah, I'm surprised you don't know this, man. <laughs> no, because I don't look at TV. I don't listen to news. I, and I so I'm off, I'm off the news. <laughs> I ain't seen TV in forty years, man. But but I know. But see, you this your research. You keep up on this. <laughs> well, the judge threw it out the court. Oh, okay. So they tried. So it was the Democrats. Who else? And I thought that. But I thought that it was. Uh, more Republicans, well, I think it's, I did hear that it was 50-50, wasn't it? Some more Republicans got on Congress in the Senate or the representative. I'm not following you. That we got more Republicans, because we usually have more Democrats. In Michigan? That's what I thought. That's what I thought I, I, I heard or read or something that it it's split now or something that we got more rep- – I might got it wrong because I'm not really paying that much attention. Yeah, this was in the mm-hmm. courts. This was in okay. the courts. Okay. You All got right. threw out of the courts. Okay. But mm-hmm. uh, I had to keep him off the ballot in other states, one of those states being Colorado. Because they don't have anything else, Bev. They know all these cases are falling apart. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything on this dude. 
So they're trying to use the 14th Amendment to say that he caused an insurrection. But somebody made an important uh, observation. They was like on January the 6th, he was still the president. So how could he? He wasn't uh, the president. Biden didn't become the president until January the 20th. Yeah, that was me that said that. And that's well, that absolutely... was you? So, okay, okay. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. So they can't charge him with anything, okay? But that's, they're trying to keep him off the ballot. I know. So they're using a Civil War law where if you were part of an insurrection, they can keep you off the ballot. But how, but okay. again, like you said, how how was he a part when he was the president? Well, the fact of the matter is he wasn't. But that ain't the, the, that's not the issue. Okay, they want him to have been in charge of an insurrection, but they got a problem, and the problem is. The House of Representatives, led by Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. had a six hearing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And guess Liar. She was uh, lying. She was lying as usual. What? What happened? Yeah, that's that's part of it. But the House could not find, nor was anybody has anybody been charged with insurrection. Okay, so how can you charge this man with something that the House of Representatives, who had access to all the information, couldn't find? You you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, but that ain't stopping them. They still running around. This is why you hear them keep saying insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. The overwhelming majority of the people have been charged with felony trespass. And for felony Hmm. trespass, a lot of these people are doing two years because they're keeping them in jail unconstitutionally without a speedy trial. Nobody goes to jail for two, three, four, five years for trespassing. If I walk onto your property, that's trespassing. But how is they saying they trespassing and they was on I mean, isn't that a public building? Of course it is. But it was supposed to have been locked according to what was going on because they wanted to be an insurrection. But they got a video of the people letting them in, some of the people letting them in the place. The police, that is correct. Right, but, right. So how can they say that? 
they still trying to charge him with insurrection, even though the House and the Senate could not find any evidence of insurrection for anybody. But the Democratic Party and the neocons are still saying insurrection, even though it never took place. Now, clarify, what is insurrection? What's the meaning of that? Breaking in or something? Insurrection is an attempt by a person or persons to overthrow and take over the government. That's insurrection. There's never been an insurrection in the history of man that didn't involve weapons of some kind. You had a million people there. Nobody had weapons. And you even see uh, one of the citizens telling the police that looked like they were in army gear or something uh, to do something, and they just stood there like they stood down. They had they orders were, to, they just moved. Mm-hmm. They were under orders to do nothing. Yeah. Everything and that's, they did. Yeah. Go ahead, Beth. No, I'll go ahead. Everything they did was being orchestrated mm-hmm. by the black woman, okay, who after the January 6th thing was all over, Nancy Pelosi greased the skids so she could become the head of security at one of the major universities in California. Did you hear me? I hear you. But the head of the police department said it was obvious. I'm talking about the D.C. police, uh, the Capitol police. He has been on several programs along with the black guy who, let's just say, he was there on scene. He was trying to get help, and nobody would answer his radio calls. It's a black guy, a black mm-hmm. uh, Capitol Police. You had the chief of the Capitol Police come out point blank like the whole thing was orchestrated. They didn't even let him in on what was going on. And he's the chief. Soon as January 6th was over, uh, he was gone, removed. You you with me so much? Yeah, yeah, I saw him testify. Yeah, and he said how, yeah. He was on Tucker Carlson's program. Yeah. Millions of views. Okay? Now, none of this is my opinion. Okay? Facts. Yeah. Um, Orange Man had requested the National Guard two days before January the 6th because he doesn't have the authority to call out the the National Guard in D.C. Different rules in D.C. Okay? (laughs) Because of political status, authority uh, is with the Speaker of the House and the Mayor of D.C. 
both of whom denied that the National Guard be sent to Washington for January the 6th. So that's why there was no military there. But there was a lot of, I don't know, a lot of undercover DC police and FBI and FBI informants. Okay? Now, watch this, family. And I'm wondering why nobody brings this up. You know, the, the photograph, the video showing the little white girl, Ashley Babbitt, getting shot through the door by the Negro jackrabbit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I want everybody to see that picture in their mind. Because you could probably still go online and pull it up. The top right-hand corner, I think it was, either right-hand corner or left-hand corner, there's the signature of the person who shot that video. Do you recall who shot that video, Bear? No. Oh, no. Okay, let me refresh your memory. The guy that shot the video is a upper-tier Black Lives Matter idiot. His name was Jaden X. His daddy mm. is a ranking military officer. Mm. Is, is that kind of still though. Okay. Do you recall this dude? Mm-mm. Okay. They got him on several different videos at different events that had nothing to do with January the 6th, this is way before January the 6th, where he's like one of the major spokesmen giving speeches. Hollering, screaming, and cussing, okay? But he died in the war. They say Black Lives Matter. I'm going to say Antifa. He was in the Capitol and took the photo of Ashley, or took the video of Ashley Babbitt being shot. He was right there next to her, filming the whole thing. Guess what? He had spent one hour in jail. How could he take video as a known member of Antifa slash Black Lives Matter? Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Who gave him the authority to be there? Now, I'm I'm giving all this context because I want the family to see this picture of what's really going on and how how is it that certain so-called insurrectionists, right, have not spent 15 minutes in jail. And the answer is because there was no insurrection. And remember, Bear, that's how uh, Leah Cheney lost her job in dramatic fashion when she got swamped in her own state of Wyoming. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because she was on the January 6th committee in the House representing the Republicans, but she ain't no Republican. She ain't no Democrat. She's part of the elite, okay? Which means she do what the elite wants, just like her daddy, Dick Cheney. Mm -hmm. And the people refused to vote for her because they saw that she was lying through her teeth. And they kicked her ass out of office. But Nancy Pelosi used her and this other white boy from Illinois who also got an ass whooping at the polls. They were supposed to be representing the Republican Party on the January 6th committee in the House, but neither one of them are Republicans. And that's why the people kicked their ass out of office. You with me so far? I'm with you. Now, watch this. When Kevin McCarthy became the Speaker of the House, he specifically requested all of the January 6th committee information. Do not do anything to it. Do not uh, uh, erase anything because we want to go back over it again because now the House is in the hands of the Republicans and not Nancy Pelosi and these gangsters, Mm -hmm. even though McCarthy works for them too. You understand what I'm saying? But he Mm -hmm. was being by other uh, Republicans uh, to make sure they got all of the information because it was only uh, once you understand that the two Republicans were really Democrats, there was no Republican representation. They they didn't call no witnesses. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They didn't have mm-hmm. any opportunity to call any witnesses. And they also went and hired an a, the top ABC producer. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he produced the whole thing, right? It was a, 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 a theatrical event used to make people emotional as opposed to rational. So they threw everything, including the kitchen sink, at Orange Man in that hearing, but they still couldn't come up with nothing having to do insurrection, which is why none of the January 6th people, the Proud Boys or whatever, no one has been charged with insurrection. They charged the Proud Boys with seditious conspiracy. Even though they couldn't show or prove anything having to do with conspiracy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we know they... There was not one iota of evidence that the Proud Boys knew what happened on January 6th was going to happen on January the 6th. 
But none of that matters because the whole thing is rigged. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got one of the top people in in Antifa whose daddy worked at the Pentagon. Right? Uh, photographed the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. He, they got him on film all over the place. His name is Jaden, J-A-Y-D-E-N-X. You can Google Jaden X videos, and you will see him, and you will know who I'm talking about because he's, he's been all over the media the last four, five or six years. Okay? <laughs> Bears. When before Nancy Pelosi and them left the house, they destroyed all of the January 6th investigation. This is after they were told by the Speaker of the House, do not destroy any of the evidence because they want to go back and take a look at it. And then she gave, she so, ran away, right? Mm-hmm. Or gave up mm-hmm. her position and gave it to the, the Negro with the seven corners on his head. Mm-hmm. You were going to say something, Bear? No, so I was saying, so they they just call themselves destroying the evidence. Yeah. After he told them not to. Yeah. They did it anyway. Yes. We just dealing with facts here. You can Google the term, fam. Democrats destroy January sixth evidence. Now I'm laying all this out to show you. How can you charge somebody with something? Even the FBI did an investigation on Orange Man and cleared him of having anything to do with January 6th outside of speaking. Why? Because they had no evidence, period. Okay? They made up this thing on the Proud Boy seditious conspiracy. It's made up. Okay. So now, I'm like I'm the orange man, and, and people who paying attention are looking at all of this, right? Even though the media and the Democratic Party keeps screaming insurrection January 6th, insurrection January 6th, no one, no, not a single solitary person has been charged with insurrection. Because they can't prove it. The current special prosecutor, Jack Smith, cannot and has not charged Orange Man with insurrection. Why? Because he ain't got no evidence. Because there was no insurrection. You with me? I'm with you. So now let's that was go back another to... attempt for the, not to let him get back in office. Uh, say, uh, um, 
Say that again, Ben. No, I'm saying, you know, they keep trying one thing after another so he can't get back in, um, right. you know, Absolutely. so he won't be elected. So that's another one that failed. That's right. So now let's go back to the beginning of the conversation. Now you can understand why their last straw is through these fake cases that everybody knows is fake, whether you like him or not. That ain't the point. Okay? Everybody knows all these cases is phonies. Now their last legal attempt to do anything, uh, and in Michigan, the courts have already thrown out the 14th Amendment attempt to keep Orange Man off the ballot. Mm-hmm. You can you can pull that up anytime you get ready. Okay, same thing they're doing in Denver, but in Denver, that's one of them. Uh, remember, in the Hunger Games, Denver, Colorado becomes the new capital for the New World Order. Because now you got Canada, Mexico, and America all one country now. And all the people that fought against the takeover of the country have been put in districts. Okay? They the prisoners, the nationalists in real life. So every year to celebrate the uh, crazy people taking over the government, they have these games where they go and get people from each district uh, to participate in these games with the winner having their district getting extra food rations. That's the hunger games, the hunger games. Okay? But Denver, Colorado is the capital of this new world order. See, for years they called it the North American Union. United States, Canada, and Mexico. Okay? Now, uh, uh, one one other point of clarity in, in all this, that's NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Finance Agreement. United States, Mexico, and Canada. What's the first thing Orange Man redid when he got in office, Bill? He got rid of <clears throat> Didn't he do something to NAFTA? He... Uh, reorganized. He redid NAFTA and made Mexico and Canada agree to the new terms because he was able to show that it was nothing more than a ripoff of various manufacturing in this country. He then went out to China. Okay? and made them restructure their trade agreement. Okay? And put tariffs on any company 
that didn't want to follow what he put in place. And many of those manufacturing uh, companies started to run out of China as fast as they could because they know they knew with a 20, 25% tariff, particularly if it's a graduating tariff, where if you don't leave this year, the tariff may be uh, 18%. If you don't leave by the end of this year and come back to America, if you want to sell your products in this country, now we're going to mark them up 25%. If you don't leave in that year, the next year following that, we'll have your market up to 35%, meaning people will stop buying their products. So the corporations, the manufacturers, began to move back to this country. That was the foundation of the boom in the economy under Orange Man. That was it. I remember when he got on General Motors. I remember that. That was when he was doing all that. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, They didn't like it, but uh, at the the other end of that spectrum was they were not going to be able to sell no cars in this country because who want to buy one of these cars from GM or whoever and the markup is 25% over what uh, its retail value is. So a $30,000 car, you end up paying $40,000 for it because of the tariffs, the penalties. So he said, if you want to stay in Mexico, you can stay there. But here's the deal. That was the boom in the economy because manufacturing began to come back for the first time since the uh, since they shut down the steel mills in the late 1970s. You see, manufacturing was dependent on this, the, the production of steel in this country. You understand? I remember that too. China, uh, no, China get the steel. By, that is by correct. The, by up there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the quality of that was no. uh, manufactured in this country. If this country was known for one thing, it was its steel mills, which was the foundation of the Midwest uh, for the last 70 years. Okay, but these gangsters in their uh, move to build up China gave China all of the manufacturing, particularly the steel mills. And the person behind that effort was David Rockefeller because he was a uh, heavy investor in the steel mills. So a lot of the residue that you see today, particularly in the black community, because uh, there was a lot of things, small businesses around these steel mills where black people had little, you know, uh, uh, eatery businesses, because we're talking 24-hour jobs with these steel mills. So you had a lot of little small businesses around them, them steel mills. Besides the fact that one person could work at the steel mill and take care of a whole family. 
it was just very grimy, dirty work, but you got paid well for it. They moved all that out. That was the collapse of Chicago. That was the collapse of Gary, Indiana. Okay, these were steel towns. So what did they do? They replaced the steel mills with cocaine. Okay? Exactly the same time. So people in their anxieties began to use cocaine. First it was freebasing, then it came the crack. And all of these offshoots of the loss of the manufacturing, uh, the thing that they replaced it with was private prisons and cocaine. Yeah. And you can see it all over the Midwest. Ohio, all these Midwestern states are all very much connected to the manufacturing sector in the Middle West. That's why they refer to the Middle West as the heartland. The what happened? You die. And that's what they did. They killed the Midwest purposely yeah. and put prisons and cocaine in its place. And I remember when the governor from here and probably others and the judges, they all had invested in the prison. Oh, yeah, because that was the first time in a long time that now the prisons are privatized. Yeah. That's Reagan. Okay. Then a year or so after that, he gets busted in Iran-Contra with Bush and the CIA Bringing in, <coughs> bringing in all the cocaine, and making money for it from it uh, by giving it to young black kids and others in the black community to sell, and that so now they they getting paid off both both ends, the private prison and the selling or importation of cocaine. Bill Clinton uh, made his reputation guarding the cocaine transportation system right there in Mena, Arkansas. So that's why he was so yeah. close to the CIA. They made okay. a movie about it. Uh, of course, they had no other choice because it's all out in the open. <laughs> Everything these people did was all raggedy, okay? Uh, that's where you got Freeway Ricky Ross. Okay, and it devastated the black community in particular. All right, now these are the people that are financing many of the Negroes you see out here today. Hmm. And I'd be damned if I'm gonna allow them to say, "Well, I didn't know that." Then you need to get your ass out the body politic if you don't know that. You don't know that. Uh, Reagan and, and Bush and uh, Bill Barr and Cheney and, and all these. And somebody they, in the chat room say, don't forget Oliver North. 
Oh, well, I'm, again, there's so many people. Many of them, and yeah. Nobody went to jail. No. You see? Except Freeway Ricky Ross and all the little dealers around the country, those that survived it. Because a lot of them came the weapons. They brought the weapons with them. And that was the introduction of all these modern-day weapons into the black community. They're still there to this day. Go ahead, Bill. I remember during that time, too, the graveyard, graveyards here, they was just all them young people, young people, fully young men. They was just dying because they was killing each other, you know, dealing with the drugs. That is correct. Okay? Because nothing strung you out so quickly, and this is the important thing, so cheaply, cheap. You see, it wasn't like heroin, its predecessor. Heroin was not a, you can uh, take $5 and go get no heroin. You understand? For $5, you can go get you a little rock. All right, so it was very cheap. And it strung you out immediately. I'm adding all of that. To what's going on now This doesn't exist in a vacuum So they're trying to use The 14th amendment Right To keep orange man Off the ballot Even though they know They don't have a leg to stand on But the, the As we were pointing out yesterday They're using Biopower to push their agenda. It's all psychological. You see? And this is what I want people to understand because, again, I can't speak for anybody else, but I think that our analysis in terms of what we really under, Psycho Intel Pro, a psychological intelligence program, this just adds to it. All right. The judge in Denver gave money to a political action committee last year in 2022, whose sole responsibility was to uh, prevent Trump from running. This is the judge that's handling the case. And he's still, and they still letting him sit on the bench. Is it's that a, a conflict of, uh, oh, oh you're talking about that. Okay. She just became a mm-hmm. judge this year. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's so a they conflict. Put... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bill. No, I was just saying that they still putting their people in place. But if they don't, the cases fall apart immediately. See, they know they don't have no cases. How can you charge the president of the country with insurrection when you haven't charged anybody else 
allegedly tried and convicted with insurrection. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith has not charged you with insurrection. Okay? Now, I could add other stuff uh, that makes it even more ridiculous with all of this. Just none of what I'm saying is my opinion. That's why I'm going slow. So everybody can understand. Okay? We subsequently found out that Joe Biden basically told the uh, the archivist, okay, that he had removed uh, Trump's authority to take his own papers home with him. Okay? This is after Joe Biden has said repeatedly that he had nothing to do with the raid on Mayalago, that that was purely done by the Justice Department. Now we know he orchestrated the, the whole thing. Ain't my opinion. You can Google everything, every single solitary word that I'm telling you. But they don't have anything else. It's like this is a clown show. The whole thing. It's a clown show. And it's like all the little clowns are mad at the big orange clown because he's the head clown. You with me? Mm-hmm. So the little clowns are angry that they don't have the juice that they used to have. Okay? So in Denver... The closing arguments were today in the so-called insurrection trial with no evidence of insurrection. It's their opinion, and that's it. You still with me? Yeah. Now, that's why these people... I hate this word. That's why the the media is in meltdown mode. Because they already know none of these cases, including the one in Denver, is going to hold water anywhere outside of their little gangster jurisdiction. So it don't matter what any of these people uh in the D.C. and New York, it don't matter what verdict they come up with. It's really not about finding him guilty because there is nothing to find him guilty for. Okay? It's really about psychologically damaging him. Don't well, they know what, he got so much support that they can't even do that? Of course they know. But they didn't know. At the beginning, they didn't realize that the policies of the Democrats are so hated, all of it. 
all of it. The so-called Bidenomics, right, uh, to his foreign policy where he got wars all over the damn place, to his domestic policy where you got uh, men in red high heels stealing people, women's panties and, and bras and can See, the media keeps saying, oh, it's because of his age. That's a very small piece of it. It's because he wrecking the whole damn world wherever he goes. He leaves turds behind because he cannot control his bowels. <laughs> That's not my opinion. And whenever something comes up that don't fit what they want to push, like take inflation. What did they say last year? Now, the definition for inflation, as long as I can remember, Bear, has always been two consecutive quarters of no growth. And when that happened earlier this year, do you know what they did, the Democrats and the media? What? They changed the definition. They said, this ain't no recession. And that's it. In the meantime, eggs was $6 a dozen. And also, you got to start watching your eggs because I had saw uh, people were showing that the eggs, the white part is plastic, and even the yolk was messed up. So I don't buy uh, eggs out of the uh, grocery store. I go to the armor store. So I looked at the eggs since I saw that, and they right, but theirs was really bad. You could, it was thick uh, plastic, but this is is not yolk. It's it's plastic. The eggs, the, the yolk part is plastic. So start looking at your eggs when you crack them open. Yeah. And everything else. I mean, I mentioned yesterday about mandating that people take the venom, otherwise they lose their shots. It's so many things, Bill. But the media, because of the psychological program that they run in, they keep saying, oh, it's just because he's 83 years old and, you know, he just can't handle it physically. That's the most important part. Because everybody knows he ain't won nobody's election nowhere. <laughs> so they were hollering and screaming for the last over two years. They just slowed it down some. They would make everybody that the media talked to, they would make people say that the election was legitimate. So when they couldn't get people to do that in you know large numbers, they start calling people election deniers. Okay, and that's what they're still doing. But guess what? Don't nobody care because everybody knows it was mass theft. And now the theft is being uncovered in various cities and states around the country, including Georgia. Just recently, a hundred and some thousand votes disappeared, even though it's all been under court order. In Wisconsin, 
the special counsel there found that it was massive, massive voter fraud. But they said it was too late to do anything about it. Okay? That was earlier this year. The judge said it was some of the most criminal stuff he had ever seen. But the special prosecutor. Go ahead, Ben. Well, I'm looking right now. And the a northern uh, Georgia district judge has ruled that there is sufficient reason to believe that the electronic voting machine used in 2020 by the state of Georgia has substantial flaws. That is correct. The Democrats have been screaming that since the early 2000s. They know. But that... See, that's why they had to do the COVID in the mail-in. And that's what the Georgia case is really about. People were noticing that all of these hundreds of thousands of ballots that came in at 3 o'clock in the morning after they told everybody to go home, we're going to shut it down to tomorrow, that they all pristine. They've been machine stamped instead of the boxes that you check for president, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody with a pencil, because with a pencil, you're going to leave out little edges. With the stamp, it's going to cover the whole box. And not only that, but the ballots weren't bent or folded or mutilated in some kind of way or nothing. We're talking hundreds of thousands of pieces of paper. That's already been handled, allegedly, by people voting. But these were pristine, no bins, no nothing. That don't happen. And when the people and that I, were noticed all this, they fired them in Georgia. Go ahead, Beth. And I was just talking to a person that works in the post office. And they was telling, in this post office that they're, they're in, there's a lot of Asians that is there. And they, she didn't know until I brought it to her attention what was going on. They in there sabotaging the mail, breaking down the machines. I'm telling her that ain't no coincidence. They, that's what they in there to do. Yes. These are they long inside time. the post office. Mm-hmm. Yes. They took over the post office there yeah. when they did then shut down the country and did the mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. And some of the postal workers, one of the famous ones from Philadelphia, drove one of them big piggyback trucks. They had this guy all over the media because they couldn't deny what he said. Them pig, that piggyback truck that he was driving to Philadelphia was full of ballots. Yeah, I remember that. They to this day, they can't refute what he said. That's against the law. Why are you traveling across state lines with ballots from your state? Okay, late at night. Now I'm I'm all off, but all of this, everything that we're saying is all factual. You can go and check it out for yourself. Some of it, like I said. Uh, there was another, I think it was in Connecticut, the drop boxes 
They showed the big black woman, another Oprah type, still in the election for this white guy from a black dude as the mayor. This just maybe a week or so ago was all over the media. You know that movie dealing with the muse where they showed all the people stuffing the ballot boxes? I mean the drop boxes. Well, this one black woman made her six or seven trips in a mayoral race. Guess what? The judge looking at the thing and looked at the video overthrew the election and said they need to have another special election. That's right now. And this in a Democrat town. The very same thing that you saw in that uh, documentary dealing with the muse, okay, the exact same thing. But you would think that they know that people are aware now that they wouldn't do it again. And so, but they just bold. They just going to continue to do it. They got the judges. They got the judges. Oh, okay, that's why they bold. That's why Orange Man is being charged with insurrection by a judge who just got on the bench earlier this year who gave money to a pack that was exclusively focused on removing Trump and MAGA people. Last year, she presiding over this 14th Amendment trial to keep Owens' man off the ballot. Now, Steve Bannon, who was Trump's point man before they made him resign, okay, he had Mike Davis, who was a Supreme, uh, former Supreme Court clerk, lawyer, etc. They're saying that he'll probably be the attorney general in the second Trump administration. He was on with Steve Bannon today, and I want the family to listen to what he says. Okay, I've used this dude before, all right? Because I don't want people to think I'm coming out of left field because I do understand that People hate this man because the media told them to. And that's it. They hate this man because the media, the CIA, the FBI, the intelligence community, told them to hate him. And that's why the media is among the most distrusted institutions in this country. Any election that's close to being fair, they're going to cheat, okay? But they know they can't beat this man unless they have some crazy stuff going on like fake COVID lockdown. You with me? Mm-hmm. If you ain't got something like that going on, it's going to be damn near impossible because the numbers are overwhelming and a lot of black people and Hispanic people are now supporting Orange Man and will tell you why. If you 
got guts enough to ask them. Okay? So now they're in full-blown panic mode because for the last three weeks, they've been running their polls. <laughs> and, you know, their polls is like the election. And their polls are saying Biden is done, period. That the people hate him. Okay? And I defy anybody outside of a small grouping to show me anywhere where Joe Biden has gone since he's been the president and has received a, 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 a large applause. It don't happen. So everybody know this dude is illegitimate. Everybody hate what's going on with the border, right? Everybody hate them trying to force people to call people as pronouns or be sued or locked up. Everybody hate the censorship. Okay, when I say everybody, I'm talking about the vast majority. Okay, so they know all this. So they got to have extraordinary circumstances in order to beat anybody. That's why they ran the seven dwarfs. I told you, Bear, everybody up on that so-called debate stage for all these debates, okay, uh, were all parts of the establishment. Include Vivek, Ramaswamy. Okay. He only he don't even look like he real. Well, I'm not gonna go through that again, but we've already established that he uses the same manner. It's like him and Obama and Booty Gig and a few mm-hmm. others. They all same acting school. Same phrases, same mannerisms, you name it. He's not even good at it. No, but he roasted uh, the head of the Republican National Committee at the last debate. I mean roasted her because the debate was being held on NBC. That is the major enemy to Orange Man. Why are they sitting in judgment of people on the Republican from the Republican Party. How are they sitting in judgment after these people were the ones who were hollering and screaming, Russian agent, Russia, Russia, Russia for the last five years. Led by NBC. But they're the ones that's sitting over in judgment of Republican candidates for president? So Ramaswamy said, why is the Republicans having a debate where the people that hate your guts are sitting in judgment of you? What kind of questions do you think mm-hmm. they're going to ask? As opposed to a Tucker Carlson or a Joe Rogan or somebody like that. Okay? And the answer is, because the head of the Republican National Committee, who they tried to get rid of a year or so ago, 
represents the status quo that you see resigning all over the damn place. She's the niece of Nick Romney. <laughs> okay, her name is Rona McDaniel. She don't represent the people. She's a gatekeeper for the establishment, like Liz Cheney. But Liz Cheney's ass is in bitter retirement now. I mean bitter. Okay. I thought I heard she was going to run for something. I guarantee you she is, but it'll be as a Democrat because she couldn't win nothing as a Republican. She lost by the largest margin of any politician. Did you hear me? Of any sitting politician in the history of the country, in Wyoming. That's how much the people hate her on the Republican side because they saw her sitting up their line on the January 6th committee. So now, uh, even though Michigan overturned the attempt to keep Orange Man off the ballot today or yesterday, they're looking for one precedent. In Colorado, they think it's it because the Democrats, these crazy-ass people, have totally taken over uh, Colorado. Okay? So it's all woke. And everybody they put in office is woke. Judges, etc. I, I shouldn't have to say that because you can see it all around the country with all these fake cases. They know they're going to be thrown out, but they they just want to dirty him up with fake predetermined verdicts of guilty based on nothing. So here's Steve Bannon today talking to Mike Davis who, as I said earlier, uh, they're talking about him being the attorney general. Because you see, Bear, uh, years ago I said America needs an enema. Remember? America needs an enema. It is so corrupt, all right, that the only reason they ain't got the assembly line of locking black people up based on what the police said was because they're using that politically now. All right? Because they think, uh, they got black people thinking we got a preferred card. I don't think a lot of us really understand that we're being used by the Zionist element that controls this country to push their agenda. Okay? So now, Pay close attention, family, to what's being said in this video today. All right? Check this out. This is one we're going to get to, the fight on Capitol Hill, uh, but they're inextricably linked to two others, one in Denver, Colorado, where they're trying to take Donald Trump, the presumptive nominee for the Republican Party, and, you know, odds on right now, to beat Biden and return as the 47th president of the United States. 
to take him off the ballot in a courtroom in Colorado. Then we're going to go to the Bay Area. We've got Nicole in the new federal state that are protesting what is a sham meeting that should never take in place. And if Jim Jordan and Comer and, and Johnson just put out, Jake Sherman is just putting out uh, Speaker Johnson saying something about this because they're trying to get air cover there. Because people this afternoon before we went home were furious, saying, what have we accomplished? Why are we even going home? Why are we not working through Thanksgiving? Where are the impeachments? Where's the evidence? Why is Biden even allowed in a room with Xi who's he's on his payroll? Let me go first. We're going to get into all of this in the next two hours. Let me go first to Denver, Colorado. Mike Davis. Mike, can you give us an update on, on what's going on out there in this uh, in this sham a trial by this left-wing judge to strip uh, the people of the ability to vote for Donald Trump in the state of Colorado, sir. I'm standing in the Denver District Courthouse right now, and right behind me is the courtroom where Denver District Judge Sarah Wallace is going to hear closing arguments today from Trump's lawyers and these leftist lawyers to figure out whether this Democrat judge who donated to an anti-Trump January 6th pack to chase Republicans out of office for supporting President Trump on January 6th. This judge refused to recuse uh, and, and uh, commit a clear reversible error in doing so. She's going to decide by Friday at 5 o'clock whether to simply take Trump off the ballot. The Democrats impeached Trump twice for nonsense. They indicted him four times for non-crimes. They gagged him illegally twice unconstitutionally for trying to bankrupt him in New York, and uh, this is their Hail Mary out here in Denver, Colorado. If they can get a win out here with this biased Democrat judge, Sarah Wallace, they're going to use that precedent in a deep blue state here in Colorado. They're going to use that precedent in other states, maybe Michigan, maybe Wisconsin, maybe other states. And um, don't be stunned uh, when we see on Friday that this judge has just unilaterally decided unconstitutionally illegally decided to just take Trump off the ballot. Mike, help me out here because I want to make sure the audience like we, we covered this wall to wall in the actual trial itself where they made the case to take Trump off and then Trump's defense, which I thought was magnificent. Then we had this gap to have closing arguments, which is kind of bizarre and unusual. Then she's going to chew on it. She's going to render her, her, her uh, judgment on, on Friday. Honor before close of business on Friday. This is an election challenge under Colorado law. It will get immediately appealed to the Colorado Supreme Court on an expedited basis. The Colorado Supreme Court is stacked by Democrats because, as we've said, Republicans stopped winning elections out here in Colorado when we went to all-mail ballots and legalized weed and all the dirt balls from New York and California moved here. So expect the Colorado Supreme Court to rubber stamp what this biased Denver District Court Judge Sarah Wallace does on or before Friday at 5 o'clock, and then the Supreme Court of the United States, uh, as we've said, is they're going to have to put on their big boy pants and take a Trump case because this is so much bigger than Donald Trump. If you can just take your opponent off the ballot based upon a bogus legal theory dusting off 155-year-old constitutional provision uh, and ignore controlling precedents by uh, then-Chief Justice Samuel Chase, we are, we're going to, these are Republic-ending tactics by Democrats, their lawfare, their election interference. These are, this is how the Roman Republic fell when, you know, Caesar 
crossed the Rubicon from Gaul into Rome, and that was the end of the Roman Republic. And that's what's going to happen here, not violently, but legally. You're going to see this tit for tat going back and forth between the parties, and it's going to destroy our country. And the Supreme Court needs to stop this. Mike, in this area of lawfare, we had you on the show the first day that these articles came out from the from the quote unquote the Federalist constitutional experts of Leonard Leo. We knew it was going to be an issue. I said right away, this is this is weird. You came on, you eviscerated Alan Dershowitz the next day, but but this is not about this is not about the law. They want this for political psychological warfare. Because the local media covers this, it's going to be saturated. People are going to go, well, hey, maybe Trump shouldn't be, be on the ballot. Well, what is this about Trump? They're also moving in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin. Minnesota just gave a stay essentially to the, to the spring and to the general election. Do you believe this is a political winner, a psychological, a psyop that could be a political winner for the left? I think this is going to backfire spectacularly on the left, just like these two impeachments and four indictments and two illegal gag orders by biased left-wing judges like Erdogan or whatever the hell his name is in New York and uh, D.C. Obama judge Tanya Shuck. And we've seen this in the polling. We've, we've talked about this since August of last year, since the illegal home raid on President Trump for the, for the presidential records he's allowed to have on, under the Presidential Records Act. I've come on your show dozens and dozens of times and talks about this. You look at the current polling. This is helping President Trump. This lawfare is backfiring. It's going to put President Trump back in the White House. He's, President Trump's going to beat Biden like a drum on November 5th, 2024, and this is the Democrats' home area. They obviously don't care about the rule of law, as we saw during COVID and BLM riots and their current Hamas terrorism. Right? They don't care about equal protection and due process. They care about power, and that's it. And this is a total power play, and they play for keeps, and Republicans are weak and stupid, and they let this happen. What do you anticipate the closing argument of, of particularly President Trump's defense is going to be? I mean, we saw some pretty shocking testimony. I mean, it's the first time Cash Patel, because they suppressed Patel's for the J6 uh, committee. They never let see the light of day. After they took it, they knew the ticking time bomb they had, so they buried it. Cash Patel, and I believe he was the leadoff witness, was, was shocking in his level of detail about what President Trump did to try to make sure there wouldn't be an insurrection. The preparations he wanted, done, he wanted to have happen that Pelosi and Mayor Bowser shut down. What do you anticipate the closing arguments are going to be? So Scott Gessler is the former Republican Secretary of the State, he is President Trump's lawyer. This is when Republicans used to win. He's a very good lawyer, he's very smart, he's very well known in these Colorado courts. And he's gonna make the arguments, the legal arguments that we discussed, he's also gonna just make the practical, factual arguments, such as uh, if you're organizing an insurrection, supposedly, why would you send in 10,000 or 20,000 uh, National Guard troops to put down this insurrection that you're supposedly organizing, right? That doesn't make sense. And if you're organizing an insurrection, why would you tell them to go in peacefully? Uh, and if you're organizing an insurrection, why would you have your insurrectionist go in unarmed, right? And just think about it this way. Uh, these, these so-called insurrectionists got to the Senate floor of the nation's capital and took selfies, walked through velvet ropes, 
followed police direction and didn't burn down the damn place. These, unlike BLM and Hamas supporters who actually burned down things, what happened on January 6th was a uh, peaceful protest, a lawful protest permitted by the National Park Service that got out of hand and a small number of those protesters if they trespassed and it turned into a light. It's not an insurrection. If it were an insurrection, you would see Jack Smith, who has spent tens of millions of dollars with the Biden Justice Department, they've spent tens of millions of dollars with the January 6th committee, they would have charged him with insurrection. They would have charged Trump with insurrection. They're not charging him with insurrection because the evidence doesn't exist. And that is the only way you can disqualify a candidate, disqualify someone in America from holding office under the 14th Amendment as a criminal charge uh, a federal criminal statute passed to implement the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. It's a federal criminal statute on insurrection or rebellion. You get a federal prosecutor to charge, a federal jury to find the defendant guilty uh, unanimously with evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. That district court judge convicts and then it's upheld on appeal. That's the only way you can do it. Mike, hang on for one second. There was explosive testimony today on Capitol Hill on this very topic. There you heard it, right? How can you charge someone with a murder and there is no body? You have to have some evidence from somewhere. And the special counsel who put a gag order on Orange Man, or at least tried to put a gag order on him, because he said his life is in danger. <laughs> Look, it's what these little lesbians and homosexuals say when they're out here in the street. Uh, mm-hmm. You're in my space, and it's going to cause violence because you're standing next to me. Your words are hurtful. So call me a pronoun or we're going to try to have you to lose your job. Well, I got some pronouns for him, Bill, but I ain't going to use them on this program. So now, again, nobody has charged anyone with insurrection. That's the propagandistic word that they're using to push their agenda. How can you be charged with a murder and there is no body? No evidence of anything. So Pelosi got right out the way. She ran. This woman was hollering and screaming two years ago, three years ago, challenging AOC in the so-called squad because they was going to run somebody against Pelosi. And she snapped the whip on them. Okay, and told them that she'd take them off the various committees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she ran away from the uh, minority leader position in the House and gave it to the guy with the seven corners on his head. Hakeem Jeffries, okay? People with power don't do that. And if you notice, Bear, she's been quiet mm-hmm. as a church mouse. 
Right. She ran so fast, I didn't even know she was gone. Exactly. Well, I'm telling you why. Because they destroyed, which is against the law, but McCarthy was in their pocket. So they knew McCarthy wasn't going to do anything about her destroying all the evidence from the January 6th committee. It's going to show that they were lying through their teeth. They're the only ones that had access to all of the film footage. Kevin McCarthy uh, promised that he would release the footage and never did. He was supposed to release all that footage to the public. Okay? But he wanted them. So, but didn't they they, they kind of know which way he was rolling? Because we even had questions about him. So if we had questions about him, they right there working with him. They should know what side of the fence he on. But he got access to the money that allows for them to run their campaign, just like McConnell. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's the money bag. So uh, if he he could run somebody against them in the primary, but Orange Man is the elephant in the room. He's a gorilla. <laughs> yes. So now they know that Orange Man has the power through MAGA to uh, unelect people. That's what happened to uh, Liz Cheney, the biggest margin of loss in the history of a sitting member in the House. And she thought because her daddy was the vice president in charge of killing people wherever he went, right, that her spot was safe. And they whooped her ass. She basically ran the committee with this other Negro that looked like he just walked off the set of Mighty Joe Young or King Kong. Okay? And it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's like these people have forgotten the history and how they drug black people using the same tactics in the 60s and the 70s, uh, setting black people up, planting guns, planting drugs, uh, having informants to lie and then going and, and assassinating people. And some of them people still in prison to this day. To this day. But these Negro politicians have literally sold their soul to the devil. Literally. Anyway, let's go back to the other part of this. I want the family again to pay attention because in this little piece here, uh, Christopher Ray was called back before in front of Congress to testify. Okay? And, and then Mike Davis comes back in with Steve Bannon. So check this out. Within to the crowd on January 6th. 
if you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically saying no. No, this is a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman, and these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters. You and deployed on our Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. Your day is coming, Major Ray. Right. Joining us now, I'm the Justice and Intelligence Correspondent. Now, they got video showing busloads of FBI agents and or informants changing their clothes. This is video. And then being followed all throughout uh, that rally on January 6th. And they're some of the main ones that's instigating, raising hell, telling people to go into the Capitol, storm the fence, climb over the wall. This is video. That's why Pelosi and them destroyed the evidence. <laughs> and they ain't been called on it. You see? Now, this guy that's getting ready to talk now, his name is uh, Ken Donlin. I think that's, yeah. Ken Donlin. About five years ago, he was outed as a CIA agent. Okay? He's a newsman. If you could see his face, and this is on Rumble, you can go put in a war room with Steve Bannon for 11.15, and it'll come up. Okay? You can, you can pull down this video. <clears throat> but check this out. You got the CIA, this dude, outed. Outed already as a CIA agent, but he still is a newsman. <laughs> Check this out. So Representative Higgins essentially saying, accusing the FBI of busting in FBI agents um, dressed up as rioters, insurrectionists, and storming the Capitol uh, on a hearing that had nothing to do with this. Is this how the hearing went? Um, I would say about a third of it, Yasmin. He, he, uh, he, Mr. Higgins wasn't the only Republican who engaged in those kind of theatrics. Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example, did something very similar. And a lot of Republicans um, took their time to really lend base uh, Chris Ray and Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas of DHS over things like the border uh, issues of border security, of FBI investigations of January 6th. But um, Chris Ray came uh, to brief Congress on what he views as a very important issue, which is the elevated uh, level of threat in the United States from terrorist attack. And he says in particular that um, it's about as high as it's been in years because of the potential inspiration uh, and the calls for attacks on the United States and on Americans and their allies by terrorist organizations. Hey. Now, I need to stop it right there for one second. I hope you remember this, Bev. There's been almost two dozen FBI agents that some of them have testified and got fired, okay? Others are scared to testify because 
they can't be protected anymore by the government. The FBI is a thug or a organization, always has been, but now they thuggery is out in the open. Okay? You've had two dozen FBI agents go behind closed doors and testify to the Congress within the last year or so about all of the criminal activity surrounding what's going on in the FBI, but they're scared to say anything because they can't be guaranteed that the Republicans can protect them because a, a, a large part of the Republican Party, the old school, the gangsters, they're right there with the Democrats. You see? So it's going to take an enema, a political enema, to clean out this whole thing, because if they don't, we all in big trouble, I guarantee it. Okay? This is biopower. This is what I was talking about. Okay? Uh, like uh, Judica, uh, using the law as a weapon, up to and including removing people from society and killing them if you have to. This is what we were dealing with uh, last night that we're going to go back to here in a little bit. So let me let uh, Steve Bannon and, and uh, uh, Mike Davis, the attorney, finish up here. Okay. Um, it was explosive today. We're going to drill down this more, but Mike Davis – and Ray never really denied it. He kind of did his typical bob and weave. Uh, they were accused, and, and, and Higgins, who's a law enforcement guy forever, really went after him and nailed him on a number of topics uh, for being this being a Fed surrection. Your thoughts, sir? I would say that the FBI uh, has shattered uh, the American people's confidence in its ability to be uh, uh, be a fair organization, a fair law enforcement organization. They've uh, meddled, interfered in the last three presidential elections in 2016 with the, the bogus Russian collusion hoax with President Trump when Hillary Clinton's illegal home server got hacked, and then they tried to uh, say that President Trump was colluding with the Russians. Uh, and uh, you saw this in 2020 when the FBI, the intel community, uh, said that Hunter Biden's laptop was part of a Russian disinformation campaign they're interfering in the 2024 election when they did their unprecedented, unnecessary, unlawful home raid on President Trump for presidential records he's allowed to have. This FBI, this Justice Department, the Biden Justice Department and Chris Ray's FBI has been politicized and weaponized for too long. We have the Biden Justice Department going after Trump, Trump's top aides like you, Steve, his attorneys, his supporters. You have uh, the FBI going after parents uh, who are outraged by gender chaos in schools. You have the FBI going after parents uh, for, for showing up to school board meetings, Christians at, at abortion clinics, while the this same FBI, the same Justice Department, allows President Biden to get off the hook for his foreign bribery and corruption. The Biden family, they let BLM and Antifa terrorize America for years. Now they're letting Hamas do it. They're letting Hamas terrorize Jews all over America, particularly particularly on college campuses. This is a politicized and weaponized justice system. And guess what? I would say to the FBI, 
too bad. You brought this on yourself. It's unbelievable. Uh, You're going to hear closing arguments today about whether President Trump, who's never been brought up on charges of insurrection ever, because he's an insurrectionist, he should be stripped. People should be not have the ability to vote for him, although he's going to win the Republican nomination by 50 or 60 points and is leading Biden in virtually every poll that's out there. At the same time, the director of the FBI can't answer straightforward questions from law and former law enforcement officials who are now members of Congress about FBI agents, FBI assets, FBI informants at the uh, at the Capitol on January 6th. I mean, it's a, it's an unbelievable state of affairs. Mike Davis, what's your social media? People are going to want to follow you as you're following the closing arguments today on the 14th Amendment trial in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. I'm going into the closing arguments now. It's article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there. Social media, it's at article3project, at article3project. I'm Getter Twitter Truth. My personal, at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And thank you, Steve. So now, the, a normal question to ask, is how do you charge somebody with a crime that the FBI who did an investigation and said there was no insurrection, the special counsel who's handling everything cannot charge this man with insurrection, but you got a court system in a deep blue state that's charging this dude with insurrection with no evidence at all, take him off of the ballot, even though they know the whole thing is bogus. Okay? Like all of the other cases. All right? Well, how can they do that? Because it's the mafia. It's the mafia. It's the mega group. Not MAGA. Mega. It's the Zionist Jewish billionaires that have taken control of this country since 1963 when they introduced Kennedy to heavy metal. I think next week is the 60th anniversary. of Kennedy leaving his head uh, in the seat of his car, the presidential limo. Uh, They ain't following no law. Everything is psychological. They know there's a distinct, uh, irrefutable difference between men and women But if they can get you and all of your uh, cowardice and stupidity to call a man a woman and a woman a man, then they're going to go to step three. None of this is happening without the people allowing it to because most of the people in this country are cowards. Scared of their own shadow. And I'm particularly talking about white people. 
okay? Even the Palestinians threw rocks. The children threw rocks at the Jews uh, in the West Bank and Gaza when they were being persecuted like nobody's business for decades. And do you know what these people just did? Because now we're talking about the real system of white supremacy here. Yesterday, they bombed a hospital on purpose and said that they found some Hamas tunnels underneath the hospital. So they bombed the hospital with hundreds and hundreds of injured people, babies and whatever, in the hospital. And even the the guy that's in charge of overseeing what's going on uh, in Gaza from the United Nations said that Israel is guilty of a massive war crime. You do not bomb hospitals. So what Israel did was they called the hospital and told them that they were going to bomb the hospital within minutes. So they should leave in minutes with all impatience. Okay? What they didn't tell the people was they had snipers all around the hospital. Okay? So it ain't like nobody was getting ready to go anywhere that they didn't control the the environment. When the people uh, tried to leave the hospital and some people was coming in, they shot him. This is God's chosen people. Okay? These are the people in control. Uh, all this stuff will be overthrown. It's going to be thrown at the Supreme Court. They already know that. Mike Davis just said the same thing. But they're hoping that, again, with all of these fake cases, I mean every single case has been fake and phony for the last six years. Every single one of them have been thrown out of court. Or orange man has been found not guilty. And you would think for them to have at least a legitimate chance of stating their case, that they would have one case that they could hang their hats on, right? Not a single solitary case. None. Zilch. Zero. Nada. But you see, if they come up a project to overthrow or to win the next election, okay, you can forget any and everything that you thought in terms of this society that you thought you were in. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making anything up. I'm just telling you what the consequences are going to be after the next election, if there is one. 
They know. That's why they're trying so hard. That exactly. Witch told them. She told them in the beginning, the black witch. Well, I don't know if she went this far, but she said y'all better leave well, that MF t- alone. Right? right, right. So she told them. That is true. Nobody can argue that. But that ain't going to stop them. Okay. That's what I'm saying. They can't. They can't stop because they know that it's over with. If he do, if he get in, if he win, it's over with for them. The only thing that can stop them is, as you just stated, Bear. If he get in, and you put somebody as the attorney general, right? Because everywhere you look with Biden, the people that's calling the shots are all Jews. Um, the only thing that's going to stop them is jail time. Now, I said this on this program years and years ago, that every major institution in this country was was corrupt. This is way before Orange Man was an even afterthought. Okay? This was years ago. And now I hope from the medical system, which is a criminal construct at this particular point in time, and you all saw it with how the doctors treated the patients during a fake virus, and they knew it was fake. Okay? We all saw it. From the hospital to the educational system, that's at the lowest levels to the highest levels, all corrupt and criminal. To the body politic, to the corporate world, it's all corrupt. The whole giddy-up run by the mafia. And I know people still don't believe it, but you will if you say anything that's contrary to what they're pushing, they're going to come lock your ass up. Now, I'm just telling you, they're already doing it to people. Now, I can't give it to you no straighter than that. Okay? But you better understand, when they come and try to lock up a former president in this country that has no criminal history whatsoever, while you got one with a 50-year criminal history, 50 years of criminal conduct, and he ain't spent 15 minutes in nobody's jail, nor has any of his family members spent 15 minutes inside of a jail. If they do that to this dude, what do you think they think about you? Somehow, we're under this illusion that we're important. What black people are in this country today in 
in November of 2023 is nothing more than props on a movie set. That's how they view us. So now, what we've been dealing with here the last couple of days, or today, yesterday and today, is where the psychology comes from that serves as the underpinnings of what's really the foundation of the World Economic Forum in what they call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Now, let's go back to Foucault. When we stopped yesterday, I was basically going into the definition for biopower and what it really meant. Okay? If I can just well, I'll just give you a little piece of uh, just a little piece of uh, what biopower is, just to refresh you. Okay? They say, and you'll notice right off the bat, they start you using psychological terms like the self. Okay? So they say biopower in terms of Foucault. They say for Foucault, the self is discursively produced over time by being subjected to the regulatory power relations of the discourses that it is positioned within. The subject, that's the person, uh, the self, or uh, your identity, is thus the product of history and power. Foucault's concept of biopower describes the administration and regulation of human life at the level of the population and the individual body. It is a form of power that targets the population. This concept is helpful in that it connects identity to power. They call it identity politics today. That's why you see at all these fake rallies, if you notice, family, you got one person with a megaphone, even the Palestinians. That's how you know this is all phony. You got one person that says something and everybody else repeats it. Now, I know you probably just had a flashback. Well, that's the same thing that was happening with Antifa and Black. You're damn right, because a large percentage of the people that you see out there, that's who they are. Still wearing masks to this day. They say biopower can be split into two poles that intertwine. Uh, Anatomo politics of the body, that's disciplinary power and biopolitical power of the population. Disciplinary power produces docile bodies through disciplinary sites 
like schools, prisons, and hospitals, which can be subjected, used, transformed, and improved while biopolitical power administers life. That is, it tries to optimize the life of populations. In other words, you can propagandize the general public using the schools, the prisons, and the hospitals. Those are perhaps the three most familiar places having to do with black people. <laughs> okay? So if they got you in one of those three places, you basically done. They control your life. They say these two poles, uh, the uh, anatomical uh, politics of the body, and the biopolit uh, and the uh, biopolitical uh, aspect. Those two poles serve to categorize people as normal or abnormal in the state's eyes. And that's what you see going on. Anybody that don't recognize a man as a woman, okay, and a host of other things, you are mentally ill in the eyes of the state under this system. Therefore, you have a mental illness, all right? So we're going to put your ass up under mental uh, control. We're going to fill you up with all these mind-altering drugs, and then we're going to re-educate you. Now you see where the schools come back into play. Even Hillary Clinton has been running around talking about putting people in re-education camps. You had a judge sentence Lauren Hill of the Fugees to be re-educated. Okay? Now, this is straight out of Hitler's playbook. But they call Orange Man, Hitler, and a fascist when everything from day one, this is not my opinion, that this administration has been doing has been outside of the rule of law, and the only thing that has provided somewhat of a check on these people is the Supreme Court. Damn near every time they go there, they get their head handed to them. Okay? The current environment uh, is not outside of that, and that's why they find Orange Man guilty of all these cases with no evidence across the board, none, and they'll be thrown out of court because they're playing on the psychology of the people. Okay? Now, they go on in this article, uh, and by the way, this article is entitled The Great Reset Part 1, The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Is from offguardian.org. Now, under this subheading, uh, they say, 
this shift has parallels with what is happening now largely in the West under the fourth industrial revolution by which the new apparatuses of biopower and the technologies which they dispose will qualify our access to what were previously the universal, indivisible, and inalienable rights of citizenship, measure our levels of compliance with regulatory and corrective mechanisms that have not been written into any laws. I hope y'all paying attention here. Appraise us through a system of surveillance and monitoring justified by, quote, crisis, unquote, whose very existence it prohibits us from questioning. And by doing so, we'll produce a new hierarchy of social credit rated according to our levels of obedience, not only to the by now familiar regulations of the bio of the global biosecurity state, but also to new actions of the norm extending into every aspect of our lives. Okay? Now at this point, that last paragraph should just Skinner, right, uh, the whole notion of uh, controlling people's behaviors should be right at the forefront of your cerebral cortex, conditioned response, rats in a maze, rats in a box. Okay. They say, it's important to bear in mind that the shift that Foucault describes is a historical one that happened over several hundred years. But history does not move at an even pace. And at times of social and political revolution, such as the one the West entered into in March of 2020, what might otherwise have taken a century to unfold can be implemented in a decade or less. We've seen this demonstrated most materially in the succession of industrial revolutions that the People's Republic of China has undergone in the space of 70 years, but which took the UK, by contrast, 250 years or more. Moreover, the shift from a juridical to a biopolitical paradigm does not happen all at once and definitively, just as there are emergent social, political, legal, and technological forces in any given society, so too there are residual elements formed under earlier economic models that continue to play a role. Okay? Now, in my world, they call that piecemeal functionalism. Okay? A little bit at a time. But it's become obvious to people who are paying attention today because they've got particular time frames under which they operate. So they've exposed themselves 
So in many cases now, it's just naked gangsterism right in your face. They say, under lockdown, for example, Western capitalism was governed, if we can use this word to describe the vast levels of theft of the future wealth of its population. But Western capitalism was governed under state of emergency, whose legal precedents can be traced back to the French Revolution. But now, as we have emerged out of lockdown to be plunged into a biopolitical paradigm of governance, that juridical framework of human rights, legislative oversight, judicial appeal, media scrutiny of government, and democratic accountability to the electorate, all of which utterly fail to defend what democracy we had is being replaced again, not completely, but to a further and greater expanded degree by the technologies of biopower. Meaning they're going to be using technology, all right, to lock our asses up. All right? If you're going to be a part of the Internet of Things, you must operate like a cog in the wheel. Remember, you are the Internet of Bodies connected to the Internet of Things. They say, to recall briefly, the juridical framework by which we were ruled for two years in the UK and which continues to implement the biopolitical framework within which the apparatuses of biopower are being implemented since March 2020, the following acts and statutes have been made into law. Okay? Uh, I'm just, I'm not going to go through each one of them, but I'm going to give you the title of them. You can pull up the article for yourself. The Coronavirus Act of 2020. You've got uh, the 580 coronavirus justified statutory instruments. Now, these are things that they did in Britain. But even Britain now is being busted out for all the lies. That's everything that they pushed about coronavirus and the venom. They say the Health and Care Act of 2022. Uh, Then there's the Police, Crimes, Sentencing, and Courts Act of 2022. Then there's the Judicial Judicial Review and Courts Act of 2022. Watch this. I'm going to give you what this one says. Which empowered the law courts to suspend and limit challenges by U.K. citizens to the legality of and redress for the decisions and actions of the U.K. government and other public bodies. In other words, if you question... Anything that the government does, that's a crime. Does that sound familiar? Okay. Then you got the Nationality and Borders Act of 2022. The Elections Act of 2022. The Public Order Act of 2023. And the Online Safety Act 
of 2023. And then you've got the energy bill of 2023. All of these so-called laws were passed using fake virus as the cover. But it's really about criminalizing the behavior and therefore altering the behavior of the people. Conditioned response. They go on to say here, significantly, the bulk of these parliamentary acts as distinct from the statutory instruments under which we live during lockdown were made as the regulations for the latter were revoked, with the remainder made into law this year. We haven't therefore moved out of a juridical framework incorporated in the word for cope used to describe this transition and which is not, moreover, limited to the legislation I've listed here. But what I want to focus on is the incorporation of these judicial institutions, which this legislation is clearing the legal barriers to, into what Foucault called the regulatory apparatuses of biopower. These, uh, my four horsemen of the apocalypse, are digital identity, the United Nations Agenda 2030, the World Health Organization's Pandemic Treaty, and Central Bank Digital Currency. Those are the four horsemen. Okay, family? They say most of the citizens of the UK, if we can still call ourselves that, will have heard of some or all of these. It's safe to say that after two years of lockdown and a threat of what were called vaccine passport, everyone in the UK will know something about digital identity. But few, perhaps, will be aware of the program of eco-austerity imposed by the UN's Agenda 2030 and 2050, even though all will be, all will be familiar with the claims of the environmental activists that receive promotion in our media that only the world's richest individuals and institutions can buy. Fewer still uh, will have heard of the World Health Organization's Pandemic Prevention Preparedness and Response Treaty or of the Bank of England's plan for central bank digital currency. But the problem, as it was under the lockdown, is that as soon as the plans and intentions of the so-called global elite become sufficiently public for opposition to them to gain critical mass, the media first dismisses that knowledge as a conspiracy theory, and then, as we saw with the leaked text messages of Matt Hancock about the government's use of terror, to enforce compliance from the British people, the actual import of those plans are displaced unto mundane concerns. Okay? So what they're talking about, and I watched this particular episode, was this guy, Matt Hancock, who was in charge of the whole protocols around COVID 
and they subsequently had to admit that damn near all of it was a lie and that what they were really focused on was keeping the people in a state of fear. Google, UK government keeps uh, British citizens in state of fear. And the whole COVID, so-called coronavirus connection should pop up on your screen. They use fear to push their agenda, just like here. That's why they had to go and get a corpse who threatened you in every way that he could, that it's mandated that you take the vaccine because you're going to get other people killed. Okay? Um, Again, all these people are operating under the same paradigm. Okay? So let's go on. They say, as examples of which uh, and which I discuss in greater detail in the book, what concerns they have, they have been around the pandemic treaty and central bank digital currency have been about the UK's loss of national sovereignty or elderly people who don't have a bank account or smartphone being excluded or not being able to give spare change to beggars. Now, I know y'all know this already. You can literally be arrested in this country for giving uh, money and or food to homeless people on the street. That's against the law. Okay? Now, they say, time and again, we are told that central bank digital currency is merely another form of digital payment and not appreciably different from existing bank cards, or that the World Health Organization Treaty will simply make us more prepared for the next pandemic and therefore must be a good thing, except to those who denied the existence of the last one. Okay. Similarly, what concerns have been expressed about Agenda 2030 is that the corporate influence on the UN might be inhibiting its implementation of net zero rather than driving it to their own ends. To use a word that is, uh, that is as abused as any other these days, this is disinformation created and disseminated to inform the public just enough to allow us to inform ourselves no further and to comfortably dismiss anyone who does as a conspiracy theorist. The truth is that these four regulatory apparatuses of biopower are going to fundamentally and in certain aspects irreversibly Change the social contract between the British people and the state. They close by saying this. Certainly, in the book, I show how all four of these regulatory apparatuses, the discourses justifying them, the institutions formulating them, the programs implementing them, the legislation imposing them, the agendas requiring them, 
the treaties agreeing to them, and the technologies enforcing them are all interdependent on each other. Indeed, as instruments of the new totalitarianism I discussed in the road to fascism, they couldn't be other than part of a totalizing system of surveillance, control, and domination. The book of Revelation was written around 90 A.D., almost 2,000 years ago, and the four horsemen of the apocalypse, it announced, appeared, respectively, wearing a crown, wielding a sword, carrying a, a scale, and bearing the name of death. The emblems and technologies of power have changed since then. But the means by which the powerful seek to control us remains the same today. By conquest of a people, by waging war, by economic destitution, and by causing plagues and famines. The difference is now it's being done under the beneficent hand of stakeholder capitalism, quote, for our own good, unquote. Uh, I couldn't say that any better, family. And that's why the likes of a Tony Blair and a David Cameron and a Emmanuel Macron who grew up, was raised as a young boy whore, okay, used by the elite and end up marrying his handler, all right, introduced into the world of sexual perversion at an early age, which is what they're trying to do to the children, because once you get introduced to that world, you will not be the same there's nothing, nothing outside of a major spiritual influence that can compare to the world of sex, okay, when people finally enter into it. That's why they want to get your children and turn them into little sexual objects as soon as possible. Okay, family? So let me go back to this article that I never got into. Tony Blair and the Rothschilds. Okay? Uh, and I explained yesterday about Tony Blair and his wife and her woman and how Tony Blair is a real life pimp at, at the higher level. And David Cameron is nothing more uh, than a dope dealer, money launderer. Another former uh, prime or crime minister in Britain. Well, they're all coming back into government right now, just like Hillary Clinton, a super criminal who never goes to jail and, more frighteningly, never goes away. Hell, even acne clears up 
for periods of time. Hillary Clinton is like a permanent case of acne. Just never leaves. Okay? And wherever she goes, she gets booed. And she can't deal with it. So their answer to these things is to lock people up if they say anything uh, truthful about Hillary Clinton being a criminal. So let's go here to the exposenews.com. Okay, Tony Blair and the Rothschilds. Here's what they say. Tony Blair, or to give him his full title, Sir Anthony Charles Linton Blair, served as the Prime Minister of the UK from 1997 to 2007 and was the leader of the Labour Party from was the leader of the Labour Party from 1994 to 2007. He was best known perhaps for buddying up with George W. Bush and joining the UK uh, with the US war in Iraq, which resulted in millions of needless deaths and a label of war criminal for Blair. However, Blair, now 70 years old, does not lay low and enjoy anonymity and retirement as we might imagine that he would following his disastrous time as leader. Paul Kudinick says, quote, there's something very odd about the way that former British Prime Minister Tony Blair has never quite left the center of the political stage, unquote. Uh, uh, Kudinick, uh, who is the author of Winter Oaks, which is an exploration of deep dives, shows that Tony Blair, or shows what Tony Blair has been up to since he was a UK prime minister and his connection to the Rothschilds. Okay? According to, to Kadenic, he is so widely loathed by the British public as a hypocritical war criminal who used the Labour Party to advance a cruel neoliberal agenda that when he was given a knighthood by the British state in 2022, more than a million people signed a petition demanding the honor be rescinded. And yet, Tony Blair, or Tony Blyer, as he is often known, just won't do us all a favor and disappear into the political wings for good. He is constantly hinting at a return to British politics and popping up in the corporate media to offer his advice on how the world should be run. Whether calling for the UK's Brexit from the EU to be reversed, accusing Jeremy Corbyn of anti-Semitism, or demanding the imposition of vaccine passports and digital ID. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Bear, I do recall us doing a research <coughs> on Tony and finding out that he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising. Okay. They say, the latest nauseating news is that the 70-year-old warmonger, and, and you might know this, family, 
here in the last few months, there's been sightings of W in the media. Like somebody want to hear anything from this mass murderer. I'm sure some of you have seen him because he's spitting out the same standard lines. Orange man bad, orange man bad. Here's what we need to do. And this from a confirmed idiot. I'm talking medically. Medically, George W. Bush can only be categorized, honestly, as an idiot. Michelle Obama's good friend. Okay? Who, every time he see her, he give her a sucker. He want to put something in her mouth. What do you think that's about, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't answer it. I'm, 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 <laughs> Look, we laughing, but the people in those circles, that's what they do. Yeah. Okay? Now, they say, the latest nauseating news is that the 70-year-old warmonger was suggested as full-time president of Europe by the then French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, by the way. Nicolas Sarkozy would subsequently be brought up on criminal charges and was found guilty. Okay? They wanted Tony Blair to be the president of Europe. Is He's now being touted by Israel as peacekeeper in the Middle East. Okay? They say the Daily Telegraph report from November 13th 2023 explains that, quote, serving as the envoy for the Middle East Quartet from 2007 to 2015, Blair was handed the task of helping develop the Palestinian economy, with his role overlapping with Netanyahu's second term. It adds that Blair, who has an office in Israel, was also a member of Labor Friends of Israel for decades went in the parliament. Indeed, his refusal to call for a ceasefire in the 2006 conflict between Israel and Lebanon, together, of course, with its ongoing unpopularity due to the invasion of Iraq and the so-called war on terror, is regarded as the main reason why he was forced to resign as crime minister in 2007. In 2009, Blair was awarded Israel's Dan David Prize for exceptional leadership and steadfast determination in helping to engineer agreements and forge lasting solutions to areas in conflict. Just five years after the $1 million annual handout, went to World Economic Forum boss, Klaus Schwab. So they gave the million-dollar award to Klaus Schwab, and then five years later they gave it to Tony Blair, two mass murderers. They say, so how is it that Blair remains such a key global figure more than 16 years after he left public office in the U.K.? 
a fascinating article by researcher Ben Rubin, which has just come my way, provides an important clue. Rubin was looking into the UK charity My Life, My Save, which collaborates closely with the Tony, Tony Blair Institute for Global Change and seems to be trying to build a remote-controlled youth movement. Similar to the World Economic Forum's Global Shapers to shape politics in the UK. Now, let me stop there for one, one second. One of the major untold things, I've mentioned it before, that has to take place is a reevaluation and a reshaping of policy having to do with philanthropy, 501c3s, and uh, what's the UN designation, Bev? Not 501c3s. What are they? Mm-hmm. The UN. Yeah, you get a designation uh, it's through the UN that's like a 501c3, but you can still do politics with this designation. The 501c3, you can't do that. You can't engage in uh, politics if you take money. Uh, oh, wow. Why am I running the blank on this? See, these somebody are the, in the chat room now. Put it in. These are the people that's working behind the scenes that's facilitating the illegal immigration that's going on all over the world. I just had it right on the tip of my tongue. NGOs, okay? Yeah, I got it. Thanks, Mike. NGOs, okay? That's the same <laughs> as the 503, but you have more latitude to push an agenda. And this is what they've been doing, okay? They've been using the NGOs where the 501c3s don't suffice. Now, they go in here to say, but if you'll notice, a family, this is what they do. They got these fake organizations where they go get the uh, drones and propagandize them, put them in front of a TV screen, and to have these people, these young people, think that somehow they're doing something that's good for the planet. Okay? So... You got, uh, y'all might remember this young dummy, uh, Greta Thunberg, and the little white boy whose daddy was the FBI and the CIA down in Florida, who wasn't inside the building when the shooting took place, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he became the spokesperson for everybody. And his main thing was <clears throat> disarming the population. You know what I'm talking about, Bear? Yeah, yeah. He went to that school. <clears throat> yeah, he went to the school, but he wasn't there. He went there mm-hmm. after <clears throat> Right. But we found out that they he had him all, <clears throat> And they had him all on TV. Every that is correct. Look up, he was on there talking. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the next thing you know, he's given a scholarship to Harvard University. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Absolutely. 
okay? But this is what they've been doing. So they're bringing these young people, right, all over the world and turn them into little celebrities. But I want to introduce them to some of the fellas in the hood so they can get a, a real-life ass whooping so they can really understand what the world is like. Because these people yeah. come from environment. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mm-hmm. They're not coming to the hood. Of course not. All right. <laughs> so that means we must bring the hood to them. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let me go on. They say, uh, and in June 2022, Blair was the main speaker at a conference on the future of Britain, organized with My Life, My Say and hosted by the Institute of Global Health Innovation at Imperial College London. In investigating the background of My Life, My Say's trustees, Reuben discovered something that he described as a biggie, adding, quote, to be honest, I almost fell off my chair when I saw it, unquote. He writes that My Life, My Say trustee, Glenn Manning, is a senior banker with Rothschild and company. I also note that he has enjoyed a long career with known Rothschild entities like J.P. Morgan. Okay? Remember, family, J.P. Morgan was Rothschild and Goldman Sachs, right, was Rockefeller. The Battle of the Behemoths. Anyway, let me go on. Uh, They say, I also note that he had a long career with known Rothschild entities like J.P. Morgan. In 2021, Manning became portfolio advisor of Rothschild and Company for Generations, a Rothschild philanthropic fund which is explicitly involved in the new form of public-private digital slavery known as impact investment and in the promotion of the closely related United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Bev, what does sustainable development mean? <clears throat> is, is that when you own nothing? And, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, uh, I'm half asleep tonight, Dr. Robert X, but I'm listening. Okay. Too few resources, too many people. So the elite mm-hmm. must gain control of all of the resources <clears throat> because the people really don't matter. <laughs> okay? Too many people, too few resources. If things keep going like they're going, it's not sustainable. Therefore, we must remove numbers of the people in order to bring about sustainable development. I hope that explains it, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can accomplish that in a variety of ways. One of the ways is through wars. Another way is through fake viruses where you shoot up the people with a a killer concoction, all right? 
and other means, all right? Uh, birth control, that's sustainable development, all right? So it's no small coincidence that the so-called uh, uh, vaccine or the venom attack two areas, and that's in the reproductive system of the female and the testicles of the male. Okay? They say, it claims its mission is all about empowering the next generation. And the chairman, Alexander the Rothschild, writes of a desire to create lasting and positive change. There's a perfect synergy there with the title of Blair's Global Institute and indeed with all the fake left impact-based organizations that talk incessantly about social change. Y'all know, y'all heard it. Let me repeat it for you. Change you can believe in. Y'all heard that before? Okay. They say, they say the important thing to realize is that they don't mean change for the better. The aim of both the Rothschilds and Blair is to wipe out what is left of traditional human life and freedom in order to impose their new world order of artifice, surveillance, and control in which 99.9% are confined in smart city gulags, eating bugs, while the criminal ultra-rich are free to treat the rest of the world as a privatized party zone and safari park. The people of the world will get weapons. This is what's coming because most of them have been uh, 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 disarmed. Okay, I'm talking white world. Australia, uh, Britain, Canada, etc. What's going to happen is the opposition to this, you can read into that Russia and a host of other countries, are going to give weapons. The people are going to buy weapons on the black market. You can still buy weapons. And that's going to facilitate the overthrow of these Marxist, criminal, gangster elites who, if everything goes the way I see it, all right, are going to have to stand trial for the mass murder of the world's population in a variety of ways. That's why, family, you got the mainstream media embedded with the terrorists, admitted as the so-called terrorists flew into Israel and allegedly killed a bunch of Israeli citizens and then kidnapped them all being filmed by mainstream media. They used to call that collusion. Okay? Now, if you want to talk about an insurrection, uh, I think that's more uh, closer to an in insurrection than anything them people did on January 6th. Okay? But if you notice, 
They act like none of this happened. They act like all of the criminal activity by the Biden family never happened. And the reason that they act that way is because they feel as long as they don't print it, it didn't happen. Even though the evidence is everywhere, it didn't happen. Okay? Now, they're going to say the money-based entity plotting to carry this out is deeply entwined with British and indeed global institutions in a worldwide version of the state corporate fusion that was at the heart of historical fascism and which I term the criminocracy. Okay, that's what you're going to be fighting in the future. Okay, the suggestion that Blair has always been working for the Rothschild agenda makes perfect sense to me. By 1997, when he became prime minister, their connections to the corrupt Tory regime in the UK were becoming all too obvious with the revolving doors between Rothschild headquarters at London's new court and the corridors of political power attracting increasing attention. As historian uh, Niall Ferguson has noted, it was time for change, but change that wouldn't threaten the underlying seat of power in contemporary Britain. Tony Blair, uh, MP, may have been an anagram for I'm Tony Plan B, as was pointed out at the time. But maybe he could have better been described as Rothschild Plan B. I don't think that it's a coincidence that Ronald Cohen, notorious as the banker for Blair and Brown's New Labor, went on to found the impact capitalism so favored by Rothschild and company. By the way, Brown was a undercover homosexual who frequently was having sex with Tony Blair. He succeeded, Tony Blair, as the prime minister. There was an episode in, uh, what's the name of that series that dealt with metaphysics? Uh, Black something, forum something? Ah, Dude said he was not going to produce uh, that series in any way. One of the series dealt with this secret society that people like Blair and Brown were parts of where they had to have sex with the head of a boar. Well, you're not talking about Black Mirror, is it? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you, Beth. Yes, that episode was in Black Mirror. This is what it was referring to. See, again, I don't know how I can snap people out of this fairy tale that we've been living in for a long time. Okay, Eyes Wide Shut is a snapshot into the corridors of power that exist on this planet. It's not a movie. It's real life. And subsequent to that movie, about 10 to 12 years ago, there was an article in the British media exposing the annual event that they labeled an eyes wide shut event where the people 
dress in costume and have sex with each other, but it was only invitation of the elite. Okay? You can probably Google Eyes Wide Shut event held in Britain by Rothschilds annually, every year. This year come up. Anyway, they go on here to say, neither is it relevant that Blair has a long history of involvement with the Swiss-based World Economic Forum. Back in 2016, he used his website as a platform to call for a leap forward for developing and, a, and in particular, a digital revolution in Africa. Now, if the Africans are as smart as I think they are, they'll uh, do to Tony Blair what one, one several of the African countries did to the Jews the other day, told them to get out of Africa. They say neocolonialism in Africa is a long-term Rothschild activity as I described in Enemies of the People. And it's interesting that Blair particularly mentions Rwanda, which earlier this year provided me with very useful insight into the nature and reach of the global criminocracy, such as Blair's standing in globalist circles that he's even considered a possible successor. Listen to this, family. He's considered a possible successor to Klaus Schwab at Davos. It's very telling that shortly after resigning from British politics in January 2008, he joined the Rothschild-associated business J.P. Morgan Chase in a senior advisory capacity. Around here we call it pimping. They say the bank, which said he offered unique perspectives is estimated to have paid him 2.52 million euro per year. The departed PM also quickly signed a lucrative agreement with the Zurich Financial Services to advise Chief Executive Officer James Skiro and provide general guidance on developments and trends in the international political environment. Shiro uh, who died in 2014, was also CEO, Tutmos, of Price Waterhouse Coopers and a director of a number of multinational companies, including PepsiCo, Phillips, and Rothschild Link Goldman Sachs. He was on the business council of the World Economic Forum, was a board member of the United States China Business Council, and in 1997, hold on to your hats, family, received the American Jewish Committee's National Human Relations Award. Blair told media as he walked in through several revolving corporate doors in 2008, quote, I've always been interested in commerce because well, he pimping and the impact of globalization. Nowadays, the intersection between politics and the economy in different parts of the world, including the emerging markets, is very strong, unquote. 
They say the most cursory of glances at the 2023 idea to transform the future of Britain offered by Blast Institute for Global Change will confirm that he's peddling exactly the same plan as the Rothschilds and the World Economic Forum. He wants a new 21st century strategic state harnessing artificial intelligence and digital identity to give and receive information in real time. Just like Klaus Schwab, Blair chooses the word agile to describe this new kind of governance. He wants to see far deeper investment in technological and AI era infrastructure utilizing cloud and modern software and a new treatment of data as a competitive asset, which can, for example, stimulate innovation in health. He also, somewhat predictably, called for a greater alignment between the government and private sector to mobilize effectively behind clear purposes, such as around climate. Blast sees the need for a greater appetite for risk and innovation with greater expertise from the outside informing direction. Now you can understand, family, why I said what I see happening in terms of the people of the world fighting this thing, okay? It will be a global revolution, all right, fighting against... Oh, I'll... Um, I just want to tell the family that we had two minutes left, and uh, we're going wow. to the telephone, and the number is 323-642-1586. Push the number one if you have a question or a comment, and please send a donation to Dr. Robert X GoFundMe Fund, which is on the Truth to Power page. Wow. This article only gets more devastating, mm. okay? For anybody to think that the Rothschilds are some old-school family that just got that name of conspiracy theory attached to it, you better think again, okay? No, these people are working on a long-term agenda. Some of you know it as Satanism on this level, but to them... Satan is the man. Okay? That's why you see going on in terms of society. Okay? In this whole biopower move. Okay? And it was predicted in the book 1984 where they said you would be subjected to doublespeak. All right? What used to mean one thing yesterday now means something else based on uh, its necessity. Let me go on because, man, I I, want to finish this, but I got three more pages. Let me see how much in before we bring in the family. They say maybe Ross' company – go ahead, Beth. No, I said, okay. They say – Maybe Rothschild and company have some suggestions 
regarding the possible source of such expertise. Blair goes on, quote, The United Kingdom has been at the forefront of many of these breakthroughs and was home to one of humanity's great leaps, the Industrial Revolution. Another revolution is now taking place with development in AI, a technology with a level of impact akin to the internal combustion engine, electricity, and the Internet. So incrementalism will not be enough. Okay? A growth and prosperity has long been the catchphrase of the likes of the World Bank. And Blair's vision is, once again, very much in line with its talk of a new era of growth and prosperity. To achieve this democratic opposition to industrial acceleration has to be crushed by Blair's fascistic new agile state. He wants reform to build more critical infrastructure faster, including an expansion of the meaning of that term. Blair complains, quote, planning has become the epitome of democracy's efficacy program with a small number of organized voices halting progress, slowing construction, and pushing up costs. Now, this is from this mass murderer slash degenerate. Quote, uh, done right, a new model for national infrastructure planning will cut the time it takes to obtain consent by 80%, unquote. Blair also wants to see modernization of public services in the U.K., including, of course, the National Health Service, because it's going to be exactly the opposite. You got to understand, family, whatever they come with is exactly the opposite. George Soros talks about an open society. Uh, It's a closed society. When they talk about a National Health Service, they're really talking about a national death service. Implementation of euthanasia for a variety of different circumstances, just like they pushing in Canada right now, okay? There's about a dozen things now that you can go and be removed off the planet, including children. You're just a skip away from mandating that certain behaviors automatically move that they remove your ass off the planet. Y'all think they won't do it. I know they will do it. Okay? They go on to say, this will facilitate the... Uh Uh-oh, did we lose you? Dr. X, we can't hear you. Did you push the mute button? Oh, you dropped. Um, Hold on. Hold on, everyone. Uh, uh, Pull them back up here. I don't care much for smoking weed You know I'm a man of a different breed I don't thrive on drinking alcohol Such I feel I'm much too tall Getting high, getting high, getting high 
That don't mean I'm getting stoned. Okay, Dr. X, continue. I'm back online? Yes. Wow. That's that's mind blowing. But then again, they, they come every time I well, I know why, because I'm dealing with Britain and this is where they headquarters as far right, as Right, exactly. So you you hit them hot spots. Absolutely, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what we plan to do there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you, that's why there's going to be a worldwide revolution, and it's going to be the people against the elite. Overwhelmingly, after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of people like the Rothschilds manipulating people into wars and all this kind of stuff, uh, the people are going to have to come to a logical conclusion that these people do not deserve to be in positions of authority over anyone outside of themselves. They got a long history of murder. Okay? Long history. So, them and their ilk, the Tony Blairs of the world, again, they can't do any wrong, no matter how many laws they break. They need to be brought up on global charges of mass murder and sent to somewhere where they can't come back again. I'm going to leave it up to the family. But the laws of humanity to be observed, that's what's missing from the discussion and has been for quite some time. It's criminal governments who have organized themselves into basically facilitating the mass murder up to and including the use of nuclear weapons, if necessary, to wipe out large segments of the population on the planet. This is why you hear and see them pushing for World War III. They don't have a problem with it because they think that they'll be able to go live underground. Okay? Bill Gates has a whole side of a mountain and they'll be able to live forever. They'll never die using life extension techniques, cloning themselves, and a variety of other uses of technology. This is how they think. Okay? So y'all asses up here who think that this thing is about... uh, 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 the Lakers versus the Celtics Get your head out of your ass It's time to come to the public Realization That you got a real Real enemy out here Okay And that's where the people who survive Are going to have to Have their their mindset Because they got people thinking That much of this technology That they're putting out here is being put out here for them. If you in that group, you in for a rude awakening. All of this technology that they're putting out here is part of the means of control. I'm going to come back to this article, so let me mark it off. Then we'll put the family in, Bear. I'll come back to this because we still got more to go. I'll okay. come back next week. All right. So now you can... Uh, why mm-hmm. I'm concerned, Sister Bear, mm-hmm. about Tony Blair and uh, predecessors David Cameron coming back into power 
after they were disgraced. Okay? Now you see why I was concerned. Because that means, is Hillary Clinton running for president again? Um, who knows? But, I mean, she's still in the background working. If she's so still Tony, not running. So was Tony Blair and David Cameron. Mm-hmm. But now they both back at 10 Downing. Mm. Okay? So... Is Hillary Clinton still in the mix? We don't know. We do know that these people lie, cheat, and steal. I'm talking the elite. That's Republicans and Democrats. And we do know that uh, there is an alternative. Okay, but again, things need to take place at the let's sit down and break bread table and let me explain to you what I expect from you, uh, and you can explain to me what you expect from me. That conversation needs to take place because the people need to be organized to do the things that are necessary. Because you better, you better understand that your opposition is very well financed and very organized. They ain't got the numbers. But they got the money. They got the institutions. Okay? So it's time to really take on the four horsemen, Sister Bear family, or or be relegated to the position of becoming a jackass. And uh, 708-837, your line is open. Well, I guess he's selling again tonight. Oh. No, I'm here. You here? I'm okay. Woke. My family, better luck. Better luck. Peace, peace. Hey, that was pretty good, man. But you, you got to remember, man, there's so many underpinnings are on this, on this thing right here. All these little children, they got all these people come here. They got these, these, these young men coming here with little kids. Now, who do these little kids belong to and where are they disappearing to? See, they still trafficking right in front of everybody, you know, right in front of everybody. Of course. This, 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 is, the, this is how these boys roll. They, they still doing everything right in front of everybody. Nobody's saying nothing. Fear I was talking about earlier. Most people are gutless, scared to say or do anything. Yeah. They, they're doing too much, though, man. They brought in an army where the people got, this is how I see it. This is just my opinion. They brought in their secret army right in front of everybody, so it's not that secret. These guys are operating on the premise that the Democratic Party has blown it, so they need new voters. So they bring in six, seven million different people. And everybody is basically pandering to these people because you know they're going to vote for him because he's saying everything they want to hear. They're getting free room and board, which, you know, you already spoke on that, but they're getting free room and board which people here yep. don't even get free room and board, unless you go to jail. But they bringing in foreigners, yep. and they giving them everything. And, and I'm not going to see us on our dime, because I know they print this money out of thin air. You know, a, a paradigm, paradigm, check this out. Over here, they're trying to, uh, they want to take our guns away, but then they're going around the world arming all kind of people. Does that make sense? Man, does that make sense? The manufacturer on the planet is the United States government, 
and nobody else is even close to them. <laughs> if they want to take our guns while they arm the whole world, that's something else, man. It is. And then you got another group of people that's telling people, just stand down, just wait till Orange Man get back in office, and he'll take care of everything. So you got the the people that's full of fear, and then you got the other group that's just they standing down waiting. Full of ish. You almost got it. <laughs> so one group is full of fear. One group is full of ish. Yeah. You got to remember history, though. History already shows if anybody's a threat, you know what they do, don't you? You come up missing yep. in action, Joe. And I mean, that's right. Every last one. Kennedy was changing the money. He had to go. He wasn't going to let these international bankers run shit no more. He had to go. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. He he was messing around with money too. He wouldn't take the loan, so he had to go. You know, not that he was uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't on our side because he 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 was part of the back back to African movement, sending bugs to Africa that he know wasn't from Africa. People want to make him a hero, but he's not our hero. Got to get another hero. It's a sandwich. Get a sandwich. You do better off with a hero sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as a hoagie. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, don't let the hey look Franklin Delano Roosevelt. All these people they push up to be heroes, racist, eugenicists. These boys was all eugenicists. Bill yep. Melinda Gates, a J.B. Fabian. All these people were working together during the war. Like and, and feel me on this one right here. They sent over three thousand Nazis into our government. Now they're seeing the the, the tree is grown now. That's what yeah. I'm basically saying. So they started off. They sent all these these Nazis in here. These are top. These are the top echelon Nazis that they sent over here. FBI. They started the FBI, CIA. Every alphabet soup. These boys was head head of it. Now all this yep. shit is out of control. They can't keep up with the FBI or CIA. It's the same thing. The Nazis was. It's the same organization. Now, and then they've had you know time to plant them in all all through the government. People who do favors for people who do favors. So everybody owes somebody. You're not going to get nothing done because a wink of an eye, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. they know what's up, yo, yo, you know what you got to do, yeah, no problems. This is why we we, we, we really lose in, in politics because these people are all part of all kind of different societies. They all got their own agendas. They plan 100 years or better into the future. So everything you see, they put people in place in Man, they put people in place over time, and so they 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 fortify. They like dug in. That's right. And when you say when you say drain the swamp, man, you gonna have to blow it up. Draining ain't gonna do I, no I good. That it's four. It's at least four levels deep, and they may have created another level since then. But I've been yep, saying yep. this thing is four levels deep, even at the local level. If you're gonna make any meaningful change. You got to dig down four levels. Hey, just remember this. Israel trains all your police departments all over the world. They're the top, yeah. top, uh, uh, what do they call it, um, terrorist, uh, you know, they're supposed to be on top of all the game that come to terrorism. They know everything, you know. Yeah. But, and, and you got to remember them, too. Think some of them are Nazis, too, man. <laughs> I hate to say it out loud, but some of them boys are Nazis, boy. I hear them talking. They, they sound just like Nazis to me. They Ashkenazis. <laughs> I'm saying they sound just like Nazis, man. 
We will that's, kill them all. Jeez, <laughs> man. Where did they you not get that from, man? Well, thank they you, Carl. Nothing but kill. All right, that's all they can do. And, and try to scare the hell out of people. <laughs> Excellent comments, my brother. Better Hotep and better love. See you next week. Hotep. Peace, peace. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike. You on. All right, how y'all doing? Hotep, Bez, and Better love. You know, if, if you have been given the ability to see some things that other people haven't, the ability to see, you can see that this whole thing is unraveling. And I think yep. what they're attempting to do is they're attempting to keep it from unraveling, but there isn't going to be anything that they can do but watch it unravel before them. And, of course, they're going to try to take as many carbon uh, units, units out as <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to try to remove as many carbon units as possible because they That's see right. that it's unraveling. Yep. Their time, because history best rewards all research. And you look at history, yep. none of this shit has lasted over long periods of time. This thing that we yep. called America, it ain't going to be here another hundred years. They can plan another hundred but this shit ain't going to be here another hundred years. I'm with you on it's, that, too. It's not, not going to last. I, I need to say yep. something to the general who said something about a uh, comment I made the last time we spoke about me um, saying something about black people that only a few black people are participating in. And I, I need to say to him that if there were only a few black people that were participating in the foolishness, We wouldn't have the problems that we have, General. It is a hell of a lot more than a few black people who are foolish as hell. If you think it's just a few, then you got a lot to learn. It's a whole lot of foolish-ass black people along with other people as well. But I'm primarily concerned about black people, and there are far too many of us that are foolish. All you have to do is just talk to people, and you just see how far removed from reality that a lot of us are. And you were saying that they were covering that? Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. ahead. I just said I can't disagree with you. They are coming after the children, and our children are going to be the easiest to get to because we're the most comfortable with the current situation. White folks are raising hell about their children. Tell me about it. That's right. Black folks, black folks ain't saying a damn thing. It's like nothing is happening to our babies, and they're destroying us. Because if you're destroying our babies, this is destroying. I ain't going to say you're destroying our babies. They are destroying us. That is correct. I mean, I think that's a clear clear example. Go ahead, Rob. Go Go ahead. You got generations that we can look at of the destructive nature of what the educational system is doing to black people. They've been giving black people high school diplomas who can't even read or write their own name for decades. All you have to do is go to the school 
and they will pass you on from grade to grade. That's a fact. Okay? No this question, Rob. Violent. No question. Well, I can attest to this, Rob, because I never went to high school, and I never really did anything to get out of grammar school, but they gave me a diploma anyway. And when wow. they did give me the diploma, the only thing on the diploma at the time that I could read, Rob, was my name. Because uh, you were familiar with I that. I didn't learn a what, and I didn't learn a damn thing in school. Everything that I have accomplished in terms of acquiring information, I got after I got out of that shit. Yes. And many of the people that I know that went further in so-called school than me, they dumb as hell. Yep. They can't see their hand right in front of their faces. So if we don't, and it doesn't look like we're uh, even thinking about doing it, remove ourselves from that shit, we ain't got nothing coming but some more ass whooping and some more ass whooping on top of that. And the removal of a lot of the carbon units in our community. I'm going to leave that there, and y'all can bring somebody else on. Hotel, better love. Hotel, better love. Better love. Again, I can't disagree with you. We got the evidence right in front of us. Uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Y'all caught me, me in the middle of a nacho. What's going on, man? Um, Hurry up and eat it before the beef fall off of you, man. Oh, no, I ain't have nothing on it, man. I had the munchies. <laughs> but um, check this out. The, um, what Mike said was true, right? Because our people don't lost their damn mind. It's like I was watching on House of Consciousness earlier. With all the stuff going on in the world, they they have a whole show tonight about all the Egyptians black. Like, damn, damn, we figure this out. Like, <laughs> she anti Diopolis, Ben Sertima, and I'm like, damn, this is this is we still talking about this. And um, what we have in New York. It's a travesty, man. These people are everywhere. You see that they opened up, they had a whole field where they trained the soldiers um, back in the days, you know, the armory and stuff on it. And, um, yeah. Ain't no more space. There ain't nowhere to put these people. So he went over there and he had it all fixed up and put tents and all kinds of amenities in there for these um, migrants. You talking about the mayor? So go over, yeah, the mayor, right? Okay. So yeah. it's a field, right? But it, it's, you know, they put tents and all that stuff, but it has an armory on it where they'll be able to get fed and do some things there. They try to make do with it, right? Right. So they go to the hotels, cleared out a whole, whole, whole bunch of hotels, put the people on buses, take them from Manhattan to Brooklyn where the armory is, these people got off the bus and said, this isn't me <laughs> staying here. We're not staying here. This is uh-uh. Got back, back on the, the hotel. They got back on the bus. It, it demanded mm-hmm. that they brought them back to the hotel. So when they got back to Manhattan, the mayor was like, 
turn their asses around. This is it for y'all. It's all y'all got. <laughs> you know, it's this or nothing. Y'all go on the streets like everybody else. We, I can't believe y'all insulting us with this. So they turned the buses around and people got to stay there. They just got, but they protesting like, oh, since we got to stay here, we're not. What y'all? What y'all not gonna do? Like this is out of control. <laughs> out well, they've of been control. Wrong. They've been made certain promises on the other end of this whole right. illegal immigration. Yeah. They expect those promises to be kept. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess so, man. Yeah. I was expecting um the the war you damn treatment when y'all got to but did y'all think the streets was paved the gold because yeah. you know, somebody told me yeah. this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Like oh, you watch too much damn television. Welcome to America. Green Acres. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Green Acres. Huh? They they grew up watching Green Acres. Yeah, they grew up watching all that stuff, and they thinking that when they come over here, this is going to be Beverly Hills. Oh, this isn't that. And I can't. That's right. From I, the I was telling my man, we got to start taking some of this stuff in our own hands, man. New York, Chicago, wherever they put us at one in these cold areas, man. Time starts. Time start getting them, man. Every time you yep. see them with a coat and shoes. Make them take them off. Take off the coat and the shoes. All winter. Every time you see one with coat and shoes, man, make them take it off. You know, they don't understand. I heard that a lot of the illegals are requesting that they go back to their countries. They want to go back because they've been told it is. And it's cold. They ain't used to no Mm -hmm. cold weather. But I gotta yeah, ask so you, got, Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, we got an illegal stroll and we got illegal crackheads. They done became crackheads. I said, how the hell they just oh, get really? here and became crackheads? I ain't seen a crackhead <laughs> in thirty years. They done became young, young crackheads, man. They running around here like zombies, speaking Spanish what? and shit. And then the same we got a whole stroll. Hmm. The same thing is happening here. The police has already arrested a number of them for drug selling and prostitution. Yo, y'all took people from countries where that's what they was doing when they was there, man. (laughs) Y'all ain't bring people over here with no skills. Nope. Now now they're going to prey on us. They're going to break in our house and rob us because they need they fixed. Hey, man, that's why I said every time you see them, tell the gangbangers, yo, don't kill them, don't beat them up, make them run the jacket and the shoes all winter, yo. They'll get the point. (laughs) By the second time, they'll get the point, man. They got to walk home on on the, the cement with no shoes and with no coat. Oh, yeah. You know, anyone who's been in the inner city and got robbed before, you know exactly what I mean. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, you, when you get robbed in the city, man, run the shoes, run the coat, run the, all that's coming off, man. And just freezing outside, so what? I, I understand that the Biden administration didn't take kindly to uh, uh, Mayor Adams 
questioning this so-called sanctuary city immigration policy. So as he was going to D.C., they arrested one of his chief campaign conchos. And the next thing you know, the FBI pulled up on him in public and took his phone. And as I understand it, mm-hmm. that was Biden sending a message to him to shut your damn was, mouth, nigga. We can tell you to talk. Yep, yep, yep. Nigga, we pay you to be seen, not to be heard. Come on, man. Yeah. He got the point. Yep. I bet he did. You know, but... um. Uh, you notice he wouldn't open up this armory now. This thing been closed since well since Hitler was around, man. And, um, <laughs> what you gonna do, man? It's, you know, in New York, man, they, once they close something down, they don't go back and take care of it. So it's been right. closed, closed. But uh, you know, I'm sure those people and walking there was like, oh no, this ain't this is, this is this is worse than what it was <laughs> in our country, man. And why they didn't put the bathrooms in there? They had to, they got the bathrooms outside of the barracks or whatever they call it. They got portable. They ain't got no plumbing back then. No. That that, that no. plumbing line probably been cut off for about sixty years, man. It, right. Out in that, man, it's gonna be a disaster. But hey, that's good. Let them go outside to to an outhouse in New York, man. They come from tropical climates. And they ain't going to know what to do this winter in New York and Chicago. Yep. I got a feeling more than most, most of them going to be clearing out by the end of the year or trying to make it south or west. That, that might be their plan is to try to get to the west coast where it's going to be warm year-round and they could, they could survive it or get down south. But it's going to come without all the special treatment that they get in the big city. So... We'll see what happens, man. It's interesting. Well, they cleaned but, up San Francisco. They say the, for the first time in years, that was uh, my you, next can, thing. you can walk a couple of blocks and don't see a pile of doo-doo on the street. Nah, man, you can walk two blocks and I see nobody saying, whoo, 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 pull over. You ain't see none of that. Man, what you saw was red flags out there. You ain't see no rainbow flags. I was like, is this California? Is this San Francisco? There's the rainbow flag. They painted the whole streets red for for she. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah. damn, man. This, this is the this is the uh Chinese states of America now. This ain't even United States anymore. Well, what's going on here? This dude done he got police stations all throughout San Francisco locking up Chinese people and sending their asses back to China. And um, they still out there with the red flags and all that stuff. Biden messing up the meeting, called the man a dictator. I was like, oh, my goodness, man. So you mean to tell me that we might see Carl Malden walking the streets again on the streets of San Francisco? <laughs> Shoot, man, with the Chinese, man. We might see Bruce Lee again, man. They going to you know, clone Bruce Lee. They got Bruce Lee walking the streets of San Francisco again, man. And um, I'm, um, I don't know what to say, man. It, I I don't think that I I ever could have saw this. Um, and probably I know this could have happened in the eighties. Like the Chinese president could come here and get this type of respect. Like 
while the president is under investigation for taking money from the very same Chinese Communist Party. Uh, and, and check this out, right? Because I was going to show, I'm trying to show my wife. Yo, man, this dude came here. Let me show you what's. You, you know how hard it is to find the pictures of this unless you go only on Zero Hedge and like Gateway. Yeah. CBS, none of them got the pictures of this dude riding down the street with the red flags and all that no more. YouTube wow. is not on there. Try to find it. I'm, I'm trying. I don't know what word combination to put in the search in, and I'm like. Ye, San Francisco, riding down the streets. They showed me something from 2017. Like, this is happening today. Like, how are we back here? It's, they're blocking it out. Like, this didn't happen. They don't want you to know that this is his home away from home. He put a firm down payment, not just on the real estate, but on the damn politicians. Uh, have we ever, I've seen a Chinese woman, uh, Cheering the house today. Uh, have we ever had a uh, Chinese, or Asian in Congress that yeah. uh, mad the chair? Yes. Oh, well, we have. You got a. You got. I think two in California. Hmm. That was my first time seeing that. Remember, yeah, we had to do one for president too. Um, the one who did a universal basic oh, yeah, income. I remember. Yeah, I remember the guy, but I'm like, so they taking over the government. Now she up there. She was the chair. Bev, you see Asian people today in places where you never saw them. Never seen them before, yeah. Recently, as 10, 15 years ago, the same with Hispanics. They everywhere. It's like they rolled out the red carpet for everybody but us, bro. You yep. know, and um, hey, black people should be pissed about it, man. I'm be honest, man. We we sat back and played nice for a long time, but you, no one can't be sitting here playing blind unless you're still trying to figure out that the goddamn Egyptians is black. Like, what? Why is this <laughs> even a debate? <laughs> why are we even entertaining this conversation, man? We did prove that, but because- um. The reason that you would focus on that is because you really don't have a clue about what the hell is going on. I mean, these dudes got PhDs in here, and reading from books, and I'm like, come on, man, y'all can't be sitting here still trying to prove what Dr. Ben proved. Like, come on, man, this is ridiculous. Totally you know, you was right, time. man. Brother, brother Panic, man, that's that's what oh, oh, what you call uh, nigger shit, man. Charge in and see some dead person, man. That's ridiculous. And, I was uh, trying to be because I didn't know the circumstances. You know, the people that maybe they had to pay money for wherever they held the the viewing and this kind of thing. But I just thought that it was it was further evidence of our loss of humanity towards each other that we would charge somebody to come and view a brother who's no longer going to be with us. I can't figure that out, brother, for nothing. Yeah, that and the fact that the brother didn't have an outpouring of people just willing to fund this for him because of, yeah. you know, he, what he's done for over the, all the years. Because I will say, his YouTube videos be like six to eight hours. He don't, yeah. he don't give you like a, a little short video. 
me, I'm not a, so much into the spiritual, metaphysical, you know, way he kind of brings me like, what the hell? But I always respected the brother's information, especially when I first came into this conversation, like information. I really was into yeah. that stuff then, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I think that um, it's a shame if, that, got, if that's true. Yeah, I, I learned of him right here through Truth to Power at first, years ago. Okay, I learned of him through Bobby Hemmings. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, he used to come on, um, what was the name of that show, Bev? Um, Blue? Yeah, Miss Blue Come show Blue. on, on, on mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, and I used to do a lot more. Um, I think um, YouTube kind of got better with the equipment, but I used to do a lot more of the podcasts back then because I would just download them through Apple Music and listen to them during the workday. Um, so I yeah. used to download her, her shows, Bev shows. It was a bunch of people who had shows and I, that's how I knew everybody from the iTunes and the podcast. They have made that much more difficult now, man. Impossible now. I can't even do it that way. That's why I say I only go to YouTube now because who, who could figure this out? And um, yeah, they're doing everything in the world to make things difficult. Uh, like, um, in, in there about the to, even the Republicans, you see what Nikki Haley said today, right? Oh, 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 in terms of what I've seen so much that this idiot says, oh, man. Uh, in terms of in terms of social media and the internet. Yeah, they want to control it. Yes. Mm-hmm. They want to mind your mayor. I'm sorry, your governor. Oh man, that's a whole other story, Doctor X, man. Yep. I don't know but who the brain, works, man. The brain damage is extensive among these people. Yeah, well, I knew that because she from the hick part of New York. I said, oh, God, man, they done gave us one of these mountain dwellers. Uh, she, she don't know <laughs> nothing about the city. Uh, uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. I don't believe she won the last election, Tut. I don't believe she won. Say that again. I don't believe she won the last election. Who did she run against? I can't even remember. The white boy Republican who they tried, uh, won, remember they had the white boy that tried to stick him in the neck with a, a homemade shield? Came no, up on the stage man. in New York, and this white boy ran up on the stage and grabbed him, was getting ready to stick him in the neck, getting ready to gut him. Really? I can't even yeah. remember who she was running against. No, wasn't she running against a black dude? No, it was a black dude. No, it uh, They was talking mm-hmm. about this dude becoming the Speaker of the House. Yeah? Man, I, I got to yep. look it up, man. I, you know what it is? Is I'm not a New York resident, even though I lived in New York for over 20 years. I'm a, I still keep all my paperwork in New Jersey. Yes. Good you know news. Don't so, know where you live, brother. <laughs> yeah, That's so I, I put it, it works for me on jewelry duty because when New York try to send me jewelry duty, I send them my New Jersey ID. Like I don't live in New York. Why? Oh, we're so sorry, sir. And then when New Jersey tries to send it to them, I send some of them my New York bills, and they be like, Oh, we're so sorry, sir. We didn't know you moved. So <laughs> I, I never get to do jewelry duty. I just play it 
full speech, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's, but, that's a rule of thumb for the young people. Don't ever let the government know where your uh, your residence really is. Always have another residence, okay? Yeah, or get a P.O. box. Get a P.O. box and use that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got to be smart, man. And that's all I had to yep. tell you, man. Um, great show yesterday. Um, and you was going through some of the stuff people say is dystopian, but definitely coming. And um, just, my thing with the with the cashless society is um, people gotta adjust to it, man. We might as well start to learn how to how to maneuver in it because we ain't gonna avoid it. I, I got the plans for the sewer system in Chicago already laid out, brother, because I'm going underground with the rats. <laughs> oh, man, shoot. You don't want to go with the ones we got, man. They'll kick you up, man. I mean, you've never seen nothing like what we got in New York right now, you know. All right, y'all. Peace. Okay, better love. I Devin. Better love. See you next week. Yeah, I seen the rats in New York. Man. They're looking like cats. Man. Long dogs. <laughs> okay, uh, General. Yeah, y'all hear me? Yeah, oh, we hear you. Better love. Better love. Hey, hey, look here. Uh, uh, getting back to last night, man. Uh, uh, look up Jewish Virtual Library and hit Jerry Kushner. And I'll tell you this whole fucking life story, man. Okay? But, uh, yeah, Netanyahu. Quite often. Go ahead. Like his godfather, man. He stayed, Netanyahu stayed over his house in Jerry kissed the room, man. Okay? Did you hear what I said? Netanyahu stayed over his house. And so, uh, he wanted them. And plus, all them damn mercenaries over there that, that joined the, uh, What's that? The uh, the idea. motherfucking people, them folks from New York and, and California, and these motherfucking mercenaries want to go over there, do citizenship to hunt some sand niggas, man. And they got yeah. some ISIS working for them too, my brother. They recruit you know ISIS. ISIS no, ISIS <laughs> is right. Israeli <laughs> secret intelligence service, man. That is correct. Okay. That's who ISIS is, y'all. Yes, so sir. It, so all this shit is intertwined, man. Uh, Israel, faking uh, uh, moves, man. They double agent Mossad, and they have, uh, some of them eighty two hundred. Yep. And, and and most of them, like you said before, man, most of them from New York, New York, want to go over there and hunt niggas, man. Yep. Okay, but they gonna pay for this, man. They're going to pay because Netanyahu tried to damn flip the Bible around, talking about he's hunting Amalek or whatever they are. But he is Amalek, so he done cursed his own goddamn self. Okay? But y'all just watch out, man, because this is some beautiful stuff happening, man. So, day time is up, basically, man. I keep telling y'all, all them people get around. Yeah, you know what happened to your point. Uh-uh, you see me that Sam Robin Freeze Pride. They got his ass. Yeah, they got him. I was shocked. <laughs> and me too, man. Who was that again? Sam Bankman Fried. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, they they fried. They turned the fire up on high on his ass and fried him hard. You yes, got sir, him on six out of seven counts. Keep telling y'all how this work, man. All the demons get round up, man. They starting at the bottom, fifth the minnows, and then they gonna get all the way up to the big joke of the big devil. Okay, to them round child and all. Yeah, man. So they get starting at the bottom, and then you, the whole team gonna be down, shot down, all them zyders, these zyders, man. Yep. And, and, and you can literally see the thread, brother West. The Rothschilds basically financed the setting up of so-called mm-hmm. "Is it real?" And here they are today, reinstituting mass murderers in the in the person of Tony Blair. Right, mm-hmm. and David Cameron yep. back into yep. power after they've been just vilified by the population. They basically told the population, "Sit down and shut up," because now yep. we the laws in place that if you say something we don't like, we'll send the what do they call them the, the police over there in Britain. We'll yeah, send the Gestapo. No, they got, got a, like bodies, bodies. That's a, uh, okay, what they use for the Yeah, you're yeah, right, man. It's the word police, man. Okay, that's why people got to really watch what they say about, man. Especially yeah. these Negroes getting all on this electronic shit, threatening people, man. Okay, you cannot be do no terroristic threat, especially on an electronic device, man. Okay? That's right. Especially if you, you start messing with people that you see what happened with this, this cracker in Alabama, start threatening the sheriff of, of Fulton County and, and Fannie, they went and got his ass, man. Wide boy. And, Old redneck Crackerwood. They could threat. Didn't take long. They already knew where to go. Yeah, bro. You got on social media posting shit. What a dumbass, man. Yep. So it, I'm just to all our people, man. Y'all better, you better, uh, uh, Watch what you be saying, man. But like Brill, I don't know if y'all heard that song, but Willie Nelson told y'all, told us he smoked some good weed, man. Better watch what you be saying. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that song, but, man, but Willie Nelson, man, he had some good weed. That's all right on time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it when we come back on. I'll play it. Yeah, I want to hear it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, it made, almost, almost took me almost back in the 70s. I almost wanted to light up one. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You, ain't, you ain't say nothing about the fools and, and, uh, The cylinders up there getting ready to fight, man You ain't say the government yeah, I told you everybody got mental illness, man Oh, you talking about uh, on the House floor? <clears throat> on the House floor? On the Senate, too? Yeah I'm waiting for yeah, some, I just so much stuff going on, man. Who was getting ready yeah, to fight? Was they Republicans or Democrats? Who was that? Kevin McCarthy running around throwing bogards at people because they wouldn't yeah. vote for him. Hey, bro, it's beautiful, man. They had they self destructed, man. I told you, everybody got mental illness, man. This shit is funny, yep. man. And, and, and see, people like me is uh, us. We know how to be busy. We know how to control my fucking self, man. Right, right. Like I said, I'm not. He who make you mad, control your ass, man. Yep. Okay. So you got to keep keep in control, man. Stay in your lane, man. No matter what. 
I tell people what I see coming, but my philosophy has always been nonviolent, non-participation, unless my life is being threatened. Then I have a right to defend my life. But beyond that, uh, I don't believe in violence as the primary means to settle anything. Right. If it was, we wouldn't have problems on the planet because man been fighting each other shit since time yep. immemorial. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And since you said that, man, probably, uh, it like when the stuff hit our uh, fan, we'd be the last one standing, man. And uh, it's a movie with, uh, what is his name, Harry Belafonte, where he was working mm-hmm. in the mine underground. And when he came up, everybody had them killed everybody. Wasn't the most three people left on the planet. And it's you, y'all. It was Harry Belafonte, uh, a white dude, and, and, and a white lady. Okay, and guess what? They got to fight and shit. <laughs> Y'all see, see that move, man? Harry Belafonte. It was the last three people on the planet, man. Was he fighting the white boy over the white woman? Yeah, man. They were shooting at each other and shit. This shit was funny, man. <laughs> he really wanted to mess with the white woman. She kept coming at him, and so uh, the dude got mad. So they ended up shooting at each other, and then at the end, they said, fuck it, man. They were just killing each other. with the last three people on the planet, man. <laughs> so what they, do, share, they, they huh? had, uh, what they do, share her? Evidently, man. I don't know. Unless they kept walking, they might have found some more people, man. You know, With this black ventriloquist, it reminded me of this old joke by this black uh Ventriloquists was uh, Richard and Willie. <clears throat> oh yeah, and, and yeah, they, they were talking about this this joke about there was only one woman left on the planet, and uh, yeah. Richard, the uh, the ventriloquist, said we only got one woman left on the planet. What are we gonna do? And so the dummy said, "I got it, I got it." He said, "Let's split her down the middle, but I want the bottom half. I got the bottom half." <laughs> You talking about Willie Tyler and Lester, man? Willie Tyler and Lester, man. <laughs> That's what the dummy was named, uh, Lester, and Willie yeah. Tyler was the. Was, exactly, what you talking about, bro? I remember yeah, them. I can right. see you right now, man. Yep. <laughs> I can see, see you right dummy. now, man. Tell me, but he's right. smart enough to know he's going to want that, that bottom half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. I can see them right now, bro. You just took me in the way, black machine, man. <laughs> Brother West, he told him huh? that he's so short, he said, I want the bottom half because I'm much shorter than you. That means I'm right down there where it's at. <laughs> yes, sir. You know it. <laughs> That right there, man. You took me in the time way black machine on that, man. I can help it, man. But, uh, yeah, man. This, all this shit going on is funny as hell to me, man. I keep telling y'all that, man. What the fuck you getting, man? Everybody vibrating on different levels, man. So Yeah, you got to so You got some dumbass black people. If they just not finding about, want to talk about Egypt, that's them, man. Okay? <laughs> we had to do, we went through that shit. All right, but anything you want to find out for the most part about Kemet, you can go online and pull up a video, a documentary. What Tutmos yeah. is saying is 
there are other more pertinent, important things that we need to be discussing, and to that him, ain't one of them. To me, to them right. people that discussing that, part to them, man. Everybody going there. I keep telling you, everybody are learning, man. Everybody on the planet, man. We meant for this shit, okay? So whatever somebody else doing, when they just not discovering stuff, that's them, man. And who the fuck the woman complaining about what they doing, man? You got to worry about what's important to you. What's important for me is staying my black ass alive, man, with this shit going on now, man. You can't go around nobody. If you tell them a good joke, they might laugh and start spitting on your ass like a snake and you're gone. Okay? <laughs> so I'm trying to keep me tight and right, man. <laughs> like, Bro, like, be, spitting on you, be spitting on you more than Maxine Waters, right? Yeah. Bro, you kiss your ass goodbye, man. You know what I'm talking about? And, and, and anybody, uh, I was talking to somebody else uh, uh, about they, somebody took this two or three shots. I said, that's mm-hmm. not your family member no more, man. They whole DNA changed, man. Okay? So my sister, man, that's not my sister no more, man. Her whole fucking DNA done changed. You done turned to a damn serpent, man. Invasion of the body snatches, brother Huh? Invasion of the body snatches. Yes, sir, man. And I was talking to another family member, and they said they could tell the people that took the shock, and they be sounding like they be listening, talking like a snake, man, hissing and shit, <laughs> man. <laughs> so we called it venom. Huh? We called it venom, brother West. Yes, sir, man. So everybody in the middle of the year, especially the ones that took that jab, man. So if they're not trying to just discover who they are, whatever, whatever, that's on them, man. But this stuff ain't no joke, man. Because these folks well, are trying to be man. In terms of what I'm looking at. Yes, uh, so if they, they want to take come back and deal with the mundane, go right ahead. But, uh, man, I wouldn't spend yes. five minutes. That's right. We've been there, done that, man. We way up there. Like a, like my man, uh, 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 wasn't that Carmen sent me about them damn, uh, I think, solar flares or something getting ready to happen tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, and they talking yeah. about that's going to be the the reason why the degree would go down and, you know, yeah. these people, man. Anything they, can happen, man. Motherfuckers live yeah, there, put that they, information out and shut some shit down, blow something up. And blame it on uh, uh, some Arabs. Any kind of shit, man. Them dudes tried to drive into a uh, nuclear power plant in South Carolina last week, man. Yeah, Tell I saw that. that. So anything happens, yep. you better keep your head on swivel, man. That's why I, ain't, uh, I look at Israel for a minute, but I'm playing football, man. I keep my head on a swivel, man. Well, I ain't just started studying and talking about Israel, uh, as everybody know. I, I've been on them for a yeah, long time. Yeah. I know, man. So but, this, uh, this, I'm this, just this making is, a blanket, everybody, man. I, 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 I'm trying to try to take them personal, man. Oh, one more, one more thing. Y'all driving around with Google Maps? Don't do it, man. Google will fuck uh, your ass up, man. Ain't never used it. Bell never. Google Maps. She wants to go and end up in Canada, man. She ain't tell nobody. She used Google Maps and end up in Canada. <laughs> she got lost as shit. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wow. I got lost because I didn't use Google Maps. That's why I got lost. I'm on the back roads riding, thinking I'm still in the United States. 
Well, that ain't difficult in that area, Bear, particularly when they do yeah. the road construction up there because I've been through it, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was very easy yeah. to end up in Canada and think you're still in, in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. But don't use Google Maps, man. Do use Google Maps and end up driving off a bridge, man. The bridge was closed, and that's how a lot of old people, a lot of people use Google Maps and end up in canal and water, man. Because Google will fuck you up, man. I'm telling y'all, bro. Yeah, I don't use that, and I don't use GPS. I know you old school, man. Yes, sir. Give me a map and let me look at that map, and I'll figure the rest of it out. Just keep my eyes on the road for where they got road construction going on, all that kind of thing, because... Uh, that woman would come on that GPS and say, at the next intersection, turn right. And ain't no damn right turn. Right. And see, I Google with the damn, uh, uh, they work for the gas company, man. They'll have you going the wrong way to burn up some gas, man. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Man. They had us in the mountains one time. I had never been in the mountains. Wow. Uh, oh, I yeah. Know and- the people was... The well, whole cities was up, up in the mountains. Yeah. And they're not well, up. up there. If you go where, where time change, where time zones change, where, uh, mm-hmm. like between uh, Georgia, Tennessee, where Eastern Standard Time and, and daylight change, where an hour or two apart, well, you right. get all jacked up. Yeah, because we, me and some more fellas, we were looking for a job in Tennessee. And shit, we got around the mountains. We end up going around the circle, listening to Google Map, man. And they cussed me out because they were using my Google Map. They cussed me out because we going in circles like the old cartoon <laughs> kept passing the same creek. Say it was your fault, huh? Yeah, because they were using my phone, Google Map, Google Phone. You kept passing the same tree over and over right about three or four times, huh? Yeah, like the old cartoons, you know, the old cartoons, where they be running and shit, they pass, you see the same tree and shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me out, man. That's Clutch Cargo, brother, man. That's yeah. Clutch Cargo. And Clutch Cargo yeah. don't nothing move in the whole cartoon but the character's lips. Nothing else moves. Eyes might move a little bit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> The worst cartoons in the history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, sure. Chicago, man. Unbelievable. You're right. But anyway, Sister Bev, my brother, I'll catch mm-hmm. y'all next episode. I don't want to talk up too long, man. Somebody else might want to get on. Okay. Better love. You took us out, right my brother. Yeah. Have a good weekend, the uh, rest of the week, and uh, hotel and better love. Better love. Yes, sir. Enjoy the show, man. This shit. Okay. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, okay. Well, we out of here. Uh, looking forward to next week. Better love. My Apple Cap. Thank you, Dr. Robert X. Yeah. I don't care much for smoking weed. You know, I'm a man of a different breed. I don't thrive on drinking alcohol. Feeling much too tall Getting high, getting high, getting high And I don't mean I'm getting stoned
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 